0: Welcome to the fucking show.
1: gentlemen boys and girls baby welcome back to another episode of only bruins i am one half of your host downtown boosie and this episode is brought to you by the one and only primetime productions what up what up if you haven't checked out the website yet or other uh podcasts or checked out any of the articles go to primetime productions net right it's dot net yeah dot net get in on that check it out uh if you're interested in joining the team possibly starting a podcast of your own for your favorite team your favorite sport if you're interested in writing prime time if you want to write about your favorite team your favorite sport whatever uh go to primetimeproductions.net there's a in the top right corner you'll see a button that says contact us uh, hit that. Someone will will uh, go to someone important and they will read it and get back to you. Usually they, you know, are pretty good about getting back to you and coming back with the decisions. Uh, so if you're interested, check that out. In the meantime, though, we got a fun episode ahead of you guys. We got questions. We got another great Bobby's Corner. And at the end of the pod, we are going to be talking some centennial shit. But I got my brother from another mother, of course. You guys know that already. My dog, Brett. What's going on, baby? Not much. Not much, man. I had an eventful weekend. I went and saw Bruins
2: prospect at the London Knights preseason game. And, um, yeah, just been kind of chilling ever since, waiting to go see all the other pop prospects when I go down to Buffalo. So, But like you said, big things coming out of primetime right now, um, especially with the cha- – uh, what's his, it how do you say it? Bloom – chain? Chain Bloom? Yeah, Game blue. Game getting blue, getting like fired today from the Red Sox. Tommy's Tommy's pumping out a article about that, so make sure you're oh, looking sure. for That's it. Right if you got any red if uh well with just definitely red socks listeners <laughs> we bleed over into a couple of the different sports in boston yeah but, yeah other than that man i'm excited to reveal the centennial teams uh th- you know this prospect challenge comes up hockey's back like i know we've yeah. been talking hockey's back for a while especially with all the crazy news i'm, sh- <laughs> I'm sure we'll get into the babcock stuff later because i saw some of the questions going on um in the tweet we posted today but yeah man it's I think now it's like I'm geared up like I'm I like when when I knew it was I knew it was podcast day, obviously. But when I wake up, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, here we go. We're back. Yeah, we're, baby. Getting,
1: yeah, we're getting closer. I'm fucking pumped. Uh, I think we're like us uh, two Sundays from this uh, this upcoming Sunday. I think t- two Sundays from there, two weeks from there is the first preseason game, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before you know it, hockey's going to be back, baby. I can't wait to go to a preseason game. Going with my boy Balboni. Oh yeah, uh, I forget which game, but I can't wait for that. Get
2: to yeah, fight Ace too. Ace was saying on the stream last night, you guys are going to a couple, are, are going to try and go to a couple games this year. So that yeah. it's going to be intense for prime time on a whole, and just like the Bruins community, all of us getting together, meeting each other this year, doing <laughs> oh, some fun, fun shit. Yeah, I'm excited. Going to make
1: for a great content, basically.
2: That's <laughs> it. I I've been like, yeah, i talking to some some of my people in London here, and they're like talking about how the summer's ending i'm like man i love the fucking winter like hockey's back like you know what i mean like now i'm a big football guy like i'm jacked for this fall and (laughs) winter
1: (laughs) i'm uh not a big winter guy but i do love the fall my favorite season by far yeah sweater season sad boy season baby fucking uh what's it called Fuck, I forget what they call it here, but everyone's rocking. Basically, everyone rocks plaid down here too at that time. Oh so. yeah.
2: Oh oh yeah. It's it's so funny. Everyone's got their beards already starting up here. Everyone looks like Canadian lumberjacks. <laughs> it's hilarious. Love
1: it. You gotta you gotta prepare yourself for the cold weathers up there. Mm-hmm. But hell yeah. Yeah. How was the stream last night? I know I was there for what hour and a half or so. Uh, we were getting some dubs while I was there. How did you guys do Uh, after I left? We actually did pretty good. I think
2: we only lost a couple times. Dude, I think in, like, we, we got our boy Boss Cannon. I told him I'd uh, shout him out on this pod because he played with us after you left. In three or four games, he got, I'm not even joking, like, I think it was 21 goals. (laughs) Like, we put up seven goals two games in a row and then put up six another game. Like, I think in four games, we had uh, our goals for and against were like 35 to like seven. So we went on a little bit of a tear, but then. We had a couple of games where Ace was just done playing net, and you know, it just you know it just gets those games are like fucking nine nine games, right? Because <laughs> yeah. we score a lot, but uh, Ace came out um, after Army left. He played a couple of games in net, which was pretty good, and then um, yeah, Army actually Army had some crazy one handed blocker saves that were insane, and then Ace was just lighting it up. So all in all, it was a good stream. We missed our boys Burge, Mar- Marty, the Meat Man, obviously, but it was a good stream all in all.
1: Yeah, I was fun to have to leave early. I, I always look forward to the Twitch streams. They're so much fun, especially just there's a lot of a uh, there's a lot of good conversation last night, too, uh, between just random people hopping in, asking us about the Bruins, <coughs> our thoughts on the Bruins, the season coming up, a lot of Rangers and Devils talk. <laughs> a lot of well, atlantic and, and metropolitan talking there's a random ass canadian fan there Montreal yeah there canadian. was <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: dude was. after you left too you know only bruins never stays on the rails we we brought that into the two pad stack stream which ace uh graciously holded held yeah held for us because i my internet was balls last night but they were talking vasectomies in the chat. They were talking uh, laser eye surgery. Like it got it got real uh, doctored <laughs> up in there. So everyone was making that. friends in the chat, and it was a good old time.
1: I love that, dude. Oh. One
2: thing I did want to talk about is I was listening to the Something's Bruins uh, podcast before we started this, and they had a little debate—not a little debate, but a little back and forth between Malkov and uh, JP Sulky over there. They were talking because now I'm curious about you. I drink hot coffee all year round and I think people that don't drink like hot coffee all year round are just like fake coffee drinkers but like then you go to the, <laughs> the Mel extreme of it and this guy's like drinking those I know you've seen the TikTok video on uh, Twitter about the the Duncan's pumpkin spice with like a, a zillion grams of fucking no, sugar fuck in there yeah, dude he was saying that Mel and then Sully was the complete opposite of the spectrum saying he only drinks like black iced coffee which I respect if you're gonna drink iced <laughs> coffee right like but i'm just curious like what's your like i drink coffee all year round just because like i'll drink iced coffee just with my add i don't think it does much for me i need a little more of a jolt than that But like what's what's your like drink of choice i I thought we'd carry this over from their from their (laughs) uh, (laughs) podcast
1: i um like if i'm going dunks which i don't have too often anymore i just think their product really it's just gone downhill. It's fucking ass, basically. I know people love it, but Tim Hortons of the East, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's if I'm going to Dunks, I'm getting like French vanilla swirl or something, but in its ice, I won't get hot there because it's legit like burnt roast. Uh, mm. Starbucks, I mean, I got a coffee and espresso machine here. So I love my hot coffee. I love my espresso. I, uh, funny enough, when I was 15 years old, my first ever job outside of working for my dad was a barista. <laughs> I'm a barista, at Gloria jeans in the Natick Mall. 15 years old, dude. Downtown uh, barista. Eh? Yeah, dude. And I uh, <laughs> so I, I, I've carried that over to my older ages, and I like to I like to explore some stuff. I'll see some like. Recipes on uh, TikTok that people try out. So I like that. So mm-hmm. uh, I'll usually but get ma- mainly, most, mainly, but. mainly hot or mainly iced. For the most, I would say like within like the whole calendar year itself, I definitely get iced more than hot. But okay. I'll, um I'll, I'll wake up on like a weekend, get the coffee go, get the uh, coffee machine going, and then I'll rip a shot of espresso while I wait for my coffee to brew. And then I'll just have, the one coffee I do love to drink black, hot coffee. I can't do iced coffee black. I think that's fucking psychopath. Yeah, that's. What I was like, yeah. yeah, like I was like, Sully's a psycho. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No wonder why he's a fucking weirdo. Uh, but <laughs> dude, I, I, he get has- the, I get the blonde roast from Starbucks, and I, I'll yeah. brew that at home. I can drink that black, no problem. I think it's delicious.
2: Yeah. No, dude. So then the conversation went even further. Sully has never ever used his duncan points he has three hundred and twenty dollars worth of free coffee at duncan and he's never used it what is wrong with him i don't know i I was laughing so hard i gotta see what i'm at actually dude he has like three (laughs) thousand the craziest part is he almost he was like twenty dollars off just doing the math in his head. This kid turned, what did he turn 25? His frontal cortex is all, is, is, he's all firing on false, false <laughs> cylinders now. So I was just laughing at that conversation about that. So I figured okay. we'd drag it over to only Bruins.
1: It's funny because Tanya actually texted me today. She's like, just a reminder Thursdays, buy one, get one free at Starbucks. And I totally forgot to pick one up for the afternoon, but I have I have a thousand Starbucks star balance right now, which is a lot for Starbucks because you don't get crazy points like the Dunks one. So I'm at a thousand and twenty four there. Dunkin Donuts. I got to look. I haven't used the app in a while. I'm at sixteen hundred. See, this is this is how I look at it too. Like my Tim Hortons
2: points, I'm at like two hundred and fifty because every time I get a free coffee, I use it. I get an extra large. See, I'll I, oh this shit, it says
1: my but shit. Maybe, maybe it's because I'm
2: a psycho.
1: Yeah, I, I just always wait. I don't know why. And then next thing you know, I'll have like three weeks of free coffee. Like, so yeah, that, I guess that's what, a good way to do it. Too. What I like to get at Starbucks. They take away two hundred star points every time I order what I order for a free coffee. So that that yeah, that gets me five free coffees. Yeah, so bad. basically for the yeah, right that's not right f- now. But then you know it's like uh oh, well, Dude, why not wait can- a little? Why not get to two thousand? Do you see? I don't a- think the Starbucks ones expire. I don't know.
2: Uh, dude that, that when i heard sully say that i was like that's the most jp sulky thing i've ever heard like this guy's got 320 dollars worth of free coffee he's not yeah, like, using
1: he, he makes way more sense now <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> like, he said he was like dude and that's only from a year of working at the po- like for the postal service
1: like i almost want to call him an asshole for that because like what <laughs> yeah. the fuck man
2: but <laughs> that, uh, i just wanted to roast him out. real quick
1: <laughs> no that was that was a good uh that was a good little discussion there before we get into the yeah. uh, questions for you guys because well, it's
2: fall right we're talking fall i figured i'd bring so it well, over over here well
1: you drink you drink hot year around which i but i will get those, iced coffee i'm not one of those people who really give oh you get hot in the summer like i don't give a shit yeah people I just, think I'm i like, crazy my ice for that. like a, i like i i like my ice because i can kind of nurse it i don't really suck it down and then, i think we have to put out a
2: prime time poll for this i Excellent. i think we have to get the people to decide and we'll get both the accounts and like four of us to retweet it and see if we can get a, a big draw of this
0: yeah
1: because i'm we'll genuinely
2: curious i am i thought i wasn't in the minority on this but i guess i am
1: i'm i'm curious too because i i don't know i feel like i think it's a canadian thing well when it, go, when hot when it comes all to coffee round. when it comes to coffee like hot coffee that's a little like it's not as common, but if you're talking about like lattes and stuff too, like that's a different conversation, though.
2: Yeah, true. I mean, I know you can get iced
1: lattes too, but hot lattes are like way more popular than iced lattes. I would say. I know.
2: I like think far, I, I think uh, Island Stew and Shan will probably agree with me because they drink tea all year round, right? And like, I I get that too, being an East Coast newfie guy. Yeah, our, but our families do that. Shan. A
1: lot. Chan comes here. I don't even know if she drinks tea all that often. I feel like I've had this conversation with her but she'll come here and then she she'll like live off dunks the whole time. Well, li- for as far as caffeine, she'll yeah, live yeah. off dunks and she she loves her. I saw her quote tweet something the other day uh about some dunks. Dunks is Dunks is getting stupid with what they're Okay, one more thing before we get into the question. Yeah. <laughs> dunks is getting stupid with their whole thing because they they created some like fall drink and it has like I wanna that, say, that's what I was apple, talking about
2: is apple it that- cider
1: donuts or something like that like, I forget what it is but it's like I saw a video on it today actually it was like this dude did the math of like how much sugar is in yes. it yes yeah, was like I saw the equivalents of like 12 glazed donuts. I'm like, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, do you see
2: how much sugar he poured into the gas yes. that he was, oh my god. I was like, and I think yeah. that's the drink Mel was talking about. I was like, that oh. I don't know what's more psychotic, him drinking that drink or Sully drinking black <laughs> iced coffee every oh, it, day.
1: It's, it's 100%, 100% Sully because if he's drinking black iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, you're a lunatic. I understand <laughs> if it's from somewhere else, but like from Dunkin Donuts, that's fucking ass. All that's right. Quote
2: everybody. Make sure you're tweeting that Sully and Mel about this because I <laughs> yeah. want to hear, I want to see the chirps flying from everyone after this. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then there's also some people. Okay. This is really the last thing. There are some people like one of my best buddies, Nestor stack guy at Lutz.
3: Mm. He was
1: the one who introduced me to coffee. Cause I didn't start drinking coffee till like college. So he's mm-hmm. like, oh, Same. dude, come!" I'm like, how do I like put in a coffee order? Because my dad, my parents always had their shit black. And then my mom started putting like 10 pounds of cream in hers. I'm like, all right, well, it looks like you're having cream with some coffee. But yeah, the 99, that's what we call it up here.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Nine and nine. <laughs> well,
1: because that's basically what my buddy Nestor did. And he still does this to this day. He's like, I'll take you to," because at least do you guys have Cumberland Farms up there?
2: I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, so he'll take me took me to Cumberland Farms cuz it's a dollar coffee whatever size you get. He's like, "I'll teach you how to make your coffee." He's like, "What do you think you like? French vanilla?" I'm like, "Sure. Like, I'll I'll try whatever you you try." And then pours in like these French vanilla shots in there. It's iced, by the way. And he pours I he poured a lot of it. And then he poured cream in it. I'm like, because he only filled his coffee, he got a large. He only filled it halfway up with the ice in there, and the coffee in there. So at total, it's halfway up. Then he puts the shots in there. Then he puts the cream. So it's legit like half and half, like half coffee. Oh, I, I it was by the time he was done showing me how he made it, it was like white. It was as white as paper, basically. He put so much cream, and then he put like ten packets of sugar in it i'm like this isn't even coffee at this point this is just diabetic shock i was gonna say
2: diabetes and lactose allergy and coming (laughs) yeah like no one right
1: away after a sip of coffee
2: yeah like i'm lactose sensitive so i gotta keep it easy on that stuff and i don't like sugar in my coffee really yeah i gotta have sugar
1: I don't put sugar in my coffee. I'll drink the I, fun
2: drinks from Starbucks, though. Like the whole the oat vanilla shaken espressos or whatever they are. Yeah. I Those mean, I tried bad.
1: that. I tried the one that my buddy Nestor made for me and showed, tried to show me the ways. And I was like, uh, it's a little sweet, but it's not too bad. This was also like summertime. And yeah. then two hours later, hour later, my stomach's fucking killing me. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, you're in an, 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 an shock. shock. Yeah. yeah. Like okay. Well, I'm I'm just gonna. I've gone. But I I don't get. I don't put any like. Uh, what's it called in the cream? Um, dairy in my yeah dairy yeah yeah yeah. But yeah, it's like milk. It's funny you're saying that because I'm I'm looking at my mini bar right now. And I got the Bailey's s'mores just staring at me oh. in the face right now.
2: <laughs> oh my God. So good, dude. I'm, when it I, came to no. Canada, I bought like three bottles of
1: it. I think I think you're the reason why I bought it. I think I remember you. Oh, used yeah, yeah. 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 During the season. Then, yeah. 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 I got that next to just Yeah. bottles of vodka, basically. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah actually, two.
2: right. Cause I remember you're like, what the fuck is that? I was like, bro, if you guys don't have it there, I'll, like, I don't even yeah, know. Yeah. No,
1: man. it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still have. I bought two. I'm down to my last one, but it's good. I haven't had it in a while, actually. I get seasonal, just the season. Yeah, just the season though. So, but, anyways, let's get to these questions. Sorry, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed that. If not, we're looking
2: for uh, Dunkin', Starbucks, or (laughs) sponsorship. (laughs) I'm I'm
1: curious what I'm curious what everyone's uh, Dunkin' order is now. Maybe I'll put a tweet out tomorrow. Yeah, or just coffee order, really. Like your preferred coffee place. I know a lot of people like. Like Tanya lives in New York City, so she's got all these cool coffee shops, people like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I I mean, I got some coffee shops near me, but it's none of them are really special, even though I should support them over Starbucks. But the big two we
2: have are Starbucks and Tim Hortons. It's pretty much what everyone drinks here.
1: Yeah. Timmy Ho's. That was, I mean, when I was in Canada, that's all I'd get. I'd get it like two or three times a day. Then I'd be wondering why I was shitting every 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of that lunatic psychopath serial killer, whatever you want to label him as, because you can't go wrong with either of those. Our boy Michael Sullivan at underscore Mike Sullivan. The first question of the day with Zaka recording 57 points last season, mainly playing third line minutes. What do you think is an acceptable point total? what's a below expectation point total and what's above and beyond expectations. Well, I'll tell you above and beyond expectations is fucking a hundred points, right? Yeah. <laughs> eat
2: 90 plus is probably pretty high, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. We had this conversation do- about
2: JD too, right? Same type yeah. of thing. Like if you yeah. got 90 if- points, I'd shit my pants.
1: I understand. Like, the thing is, the third line minutes, I I understand, but like he he didn't really get third line minutes. At times he did, but he got his fair share of minutes at times too. Uh, From
2: January what fourteenth on, he pretty much played on the second line. Like if he, and he got well, a, he got yeah. a point less than Bergeron, right? I'm pretty yeah. sure Bergeron got 58 uh, points or some or 60 maybe. He I don't know.
1: No, he didn't have 60. It was either 50 or 59. I remember looking. Yeah, and he just missed. An acceptable point total is 65 to 70. Yeah. Like
2: if he gets 72 points, I'd be ecstatic. If he gets 60, 62 points, I'd be like, okay, cool. I'm fine with that.
1: I think below expectation would be anything under 60. Oh, yeah. If he like, got 57 with how he produced last year, I think anything under 60 is just. Yeah low expectations right because you, you're going into a higher role too I mean you're going to have PP pick. Yeah, he's gonna play have, minutes too.
2: yeah like power play minutes are going to go up um, I don't give a shit about plus minus so penalty kill minutes yeah. is going to go up you know what I mean like he's the number one center like so like you said if yeah, I guess you're right anything under 60 points will be like eh. like if it's 55 to 60 it's like K kind of wanted more But, like, anything under 60, anything under fucking 50, I'll be be pissed.
1: yeah. I mean, if he gets 57 again, it's like, okay, 60, it's like, uh, like, all right, like, he could have done a little bit better. But, I mean, if that's the case, then it's going to kind of end up being, like, like the story of his career, kind of like how it is with Coyle, right? You know, like all this potential talent, all this offensive talent, and you can't really finish or produce.
2: Yeah, no, and that's the thing too, right? Like, I don't know. I he's gonna have more minutes, bigger role. Like, and if you go back to the like the season he got the season before he got traded to us, he had an off year. But if you go the year before that, the shortened season, he put up a pretty good – I forget, I don't remember exactly what it was, but he put up some pretty good point totals that year, and he's kind of been going – trending upward since mm-hmm. then, especially with last year and how he played. So I just hope he isn't as stale in the beginning of the season this year like he was last year. He was kind of like
1: – Yeah, it, it took kind him a of little like, bit what
2: well, It was yeah. also, I mean – Big adjustment. It
1: just, yeah, like it, it's a new team, new system. Him and Coyle didn't really
2: work either.
1: No, it didn't. No, no, once once you put Zaka with Posnock, the connection was there. I mean. Mm-hmm. But this was I, I don't get I mean, he was also playing on a much better Bruins team than the previous New Jersey teams he played on. I mean, I think they had like one decent season, but he,
2: and he was expected to play like I don't know, top line this,
1: I don't know. And this was the first year he played a full 82 game season i mean the next the closest he got to was 70 games was his rookie season and his last season with new jersey and his last season with new jersey ended up being uh, like a career high for him basically at that time 15 goals 21 assists for 36 points and then i mean he but the year but what was the
2: shortened season he popped off that year didn't he I think it was the year before that. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, 50 games, 35 points. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. Like that's like a 65 point pace on an 82 schedule. Right.
1: Close. Yeah. Yeah, that's No, that's. I wonder what just changed in that. But well, they brought in Hughes the year after. Yeah.
2: And he just the bubble they brought in Hughes. Right. And then after that, it was just like Zaka lost his spot.
1: It's hard to think back to those New Jersey teams because they're just so easy Dog to forget shit. about. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think all those are fair. Um, I mean, if he surpasses ninety points, I think that's above and beyond expectations. Oh god. That
2: contract I mean, making four point five with ninety I points. Thank god like
1: the NFL where you can have one good year and then just be like, Oh, oh I, I know that contract, give me a new one. I know. Um,
2: yeah, Jack Hughes is probably hating that right now. The Kid's a t- like eleven million dollar oh, player making eight
1: million. Talk about that. I mean fucking Martian. The season he oh, had a yeah. hundred points and he uh was but, like what six and a quarter? Yeah. Uh,
2: the funniest one to me is when people chirp Dry and he puts up like hundred and thirty points and he makes eight million dollars a year.
1: Like oh, what people fuck? bash on him because the majority of his points are from the power play, like more than half his points are from the power play. Which,
2: points are points, so- baby.
1: He's gonna produce wherever he goes, though. That's yeah, the thing. Right? That's
2: I know people are like, oh, if he's nothing without McDavid, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking? They don't even play on the same line half the year.
1: I know. And then I think Mc, yeah, McDavid would even miss games at some yeah, point. Yeah, when he was
2: hurt, yeah. Yeah. That's when Drysdale popped off when he McDavid got hurt that year. He slid into the mm-hmm. boards.
1: Yeah, I mean, so to kind of take that away from him is like it's kind wild. of crazy. Because I mean to be fair. Oh, to be, I was like, I was looking at stats real quick. I'm like, damn, he only had 76 points. No, he had 76 assists.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Zach is out here just trying to get 76.
1: I know. (laughs) I mean, I'm looking at it. So he had 128 points total. Like, and he had, yeah, he had 62 points on the power play. So yeah, almost half is almost half his points come from the power play, but still he's going to produce. I mean, two, three time 50 fifty-goal score. It's. And if you yeah. look at previous years too, I, you just go look at it. I mean, this year was something unworldly of him. Like, oh yeah. Cause then previous seasons, 24 and seven, 24 goals and 17 assists on the uh, power play in 2021, 2022. I mean, like before that, I like the first time he reached fifty goals, sixteen of them came from the power play. So okay, I get it. But Only thirteen assists on the power play for a hundred and five points. Well, it was so. when
2: they got Tyson Berry from Toronto that power play popped off.
1: Yeah, well, because they were—they've always been offensively minded on the back end too, which is like their obviously biggest mistake. And then if they, so, they're going to come a quarterback
2: that, for the for the power play. They all have, you know what I mean? Like they yeah. have rope a
1: dope guys. I mean, if you're going, if you're going to base it off that too, I mean, <laughs> Pasternak, <clears throat> Pasternak, reached uh, reached obviously the sixty goal plateau this year at sixty one goals. Finished with the one hundred and thirteen assists, and only thirty eight of those came from the power play. So, okay. I mean, that's not that's pretty that's pretty impressive. I mean, yeah. The yeah, year. I, saw, I yeah. saw there was
2: a tweet yesterday from the, the big head hockey or whatever. They posted, like, Pasternak's stat line from last year, and they were like, and he didn't even win an award. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> eh, it's because McDavid is playing in the wrong league. There's no league for this guy.
1: You know what's crazy? Just, like, looking at that real quick, you almost forget how long Pasternak's been in the league. He's 408 games away from 1, a 1,000.
2: That's fucking, fucking insane. Like, I know. You think
1: like, sneaky veteran like like i
2: always forget i was listening to tuca thing and he talks about how pasta came in at 19 years old i always forget that i always think he was like 20 or 21 for some reason i don't know why
1: no, i i always knew he was like that young just because i remember his year oh shit his year with um starting in providence and then how young and stupid mm-hmm. he looked when he first came into the league oh, he his like fucking... gear
2: wear was awful
1: yeah like he just looked, awful. Like, and he looked like such a child and yeah. he just looked so small even compared to now yeah oh yeah little skinny uh, yeah. guy our next question is from the more level-headed shit golfer nick <laughs> melanson at nick melanson underscore Need to hear your opinions on the gold jersey leaks that have been coming out with the eyes emoji. It's this this kind of your thing.
2: Yeah, like I've heard, I heard about this. What was it? Midsummer. I sent you a couple stuff and I was like, okay, so I, th- I apparently they're doing this. I've heard. The, so the picture I posted online, P, uh, Pete Blackburn posted as well. Um, we probably got it from the same person. It was initially uh, essentially from the table what i heard but now i'm also hearing that it's toned down a bit so for all the people like oh my god they're wearing glitter jerseys like i don't think it's gonna be like the 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 wives jackets like you know how they wear those jer- the jackets with like the glitter numbers on the yeah, back yeah. with their man on it i don't think it's gonna be as intense as that but i think it's gonna be more a little dulled down like like if you if you saw buffalo did it for their 50th anniversary jerseys they had like a little bit of a gold shimmer My curiosity is if it's going to just be on the third Jersey or if it's going to be on all three of the new jerseys coming out, because essentially initially, sorry, I heard it was just the third Jersey that was going to have this sparkle. But now Pete was saying on Twitter that it's supposed to be all of them. So I don't know. I don't know if it's just on the numbers um, and on the logo, but like, then you see the leak that the sometimes broom boys were talking about this as well. Um, the Bruins are so good at not getting their jerseys leaked. You know what I mean? Like I they, they, they're so good at it. it's annoying, but like obviously it's a better surprise. I think they're having that fashion show this weekend, so it's it's not even like we're going to have to wait that much longer. But I definitely think People are overacting a little on it being like sparkly jerseys. I don't know if that's the Bruins style, but I think they're going to have a little more flair than they normally do. The shoulder patch in the in the um, video that came out looked really slick with the – you could tell there was a little bit of gold shimmer yeah. in, in the stitching, which looked nice. But then you kind of saw the bottom of the jersey, which it does look like they're going with the 80s uh, Cam Neely style jersey. Oh, yeah. it, it didn't look like it had gold on the bottom side stripe. You know what I mean? Like the yep. stripe on the bottom, it looked more of a yellow. So, yeah, I feel like I feel like people's pockets are still going to be emptied. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I I, I agree with that. Like, I I like the idea. Uh, I I don't like the idea of it potentially being on all three jerseys. Uh, I mm-hmm. I don't mind changing it up a little bit, getting a little bit of pizzazz in those jerseys. But I like it. I mean, I'm still gonna. I like i don't buy jerseys i'm still gonna Mm -hmm. buy some this year like yeah i'm just not a jersey guy uh i have one or two and then i have like one red Sox one like that's it i'm whatever uh but like the potential that these have are like it it makes me fully erect just thinking of it
2: so my question to you is do you think the bruins are just bluffing so people buy the fuck out of them or do you think we're actually only gonna wear these jerseys for one season i think one season it sucks, man. I know. Because I think we need a rebrand. Unless,
1: like, Unless, like, I, I agree. What they really need to do is go back to the yellow fucking socks. But
2: I I they, I, they have to. If they don't have the yeah. yellow socks, it'll be such a mess. And, and they
1: have to keep it. Like, yeah. keep it. But yeah. uh, I would love, maybe they'll just see sales like crazy. And then they'll be like, you know what, maybe we'll stay with it. Like, I feel like a rebrand. Like, you, you reach the centennial year. Now, let's go for a little rebrand and let's just stay with these, you know? Yeah. Especially post Bergeron era. Like let's switch it back up. Like, yeah. Like, like it, I was saying in previous, sorry to cut you off, but no, like no. I was saying in previous episodes, when Bergeron finally retired, Crazy retired, it's like, it's not a new chapter anymore. It's just a new book. And I feel like mm-hmm. getting basically new jerseys too. Uh, yeah. A little bit of a rebrand, like you said, I feel like that's just a perfect setting for it. Like it's all, it's all lining up perfect for them to just go a new direction, you know?
2: And that's the thing too. Like you think about Calgary, Buffalo, Edmonton, all the teams that have done this in the past couple of years or past five ish years or so where they've rebranded back to their nineties. Look, they all yeah. did that same thing. They were all like, yeah, it's just for the winter classic or yeah, it's just for the, uh, you know, reverse true, yeah. retro. And then next thing you know, no one's buying the old shitty not shitty jerseys the jerseys we won the cup in but God, i just
1: those buffalo ones were so fucking bad
2: oh yeah they couldn't figure it out forever but yeah, i think they good. have the the cleanest three-piece set right now the two the, like the blue and white and yellow and yep, then the red yeah. black and silver like that just fucking pops but yeah th- why why, what why don't Why don't we have like, you know what I mean? Like, why can't we go back to our eighties nineties look and then just have like a sick eventually a couple of years from now have like, you know, how we have the third Jersey now with the big yellow B like something different, more forward or futuristic. I I
1: hate that Jersey too. I
2: know it's not my favorite either. I love the one that said Bruins like over the top, the black. Oh yeah. 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 Those ones were always really nice. And like, Like I I don't know. I just, I think, I think it's a marketing scheme. I hope because I think it's yeah we won the cup in these jerseys but like we're not winning the cup with Bergeron again like let's 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 give it to him and Krejci and Marsha, those guys and let yeah. it rest at that
1: yeah exactly and I <clears throat> I I'm trying to think of how I want to say this I I think it, it it wouldn't hurt to have a little bit more yellow or gold in the jerseys as mm-hmm. possibly being a primary color for one of the one of the jerseys I mean obviously you're going to wear white on the road uh, you're probably gonna, you know, be black for the home jersey. So if you want to go with the re- uh, not reverse retro, but third jersey, mix it up, because uh, it's not. It's, I feel like it's still not that much of a drastic difference when they go to their alternate jerseys, Mm-mm. and it's just a little plain Jane for me. But like, if- I think
2: couldn't. Wouldn't you agree, real quick on a Jack? I think we're one of the only teams that has a third jersey where we wear the same helmet, glove, and pants as our regular jerseys and you know what i mean like yeah, people we don't change it up
1: much too, right oh no yeah socks are different, I yeah think. the socks
2: I, are black and yellow and white same we wear the same home socks as the third jersey socks
1: yeah like i i i fucking hate that
2: but like you were kind of said a little bit there those reverse retros the yellow ones like you were saying like that's a fun third jersey like those jerseys flew off the fucking shelves yeah like stat stat guy luch had one right
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Those those sold so quick, and then Bobby it took. Bobby has for, one. Yeah, and it took my buddy uh, Nestor forever to finally get his. No, so the the ones at home are black socks.
2: But what about the thirds that we wear now? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not gonna work. Uh, yeah, it's not gonna work. But no,
1: the the thirds. That's what I gotta go back and try to like find a picture of us wearing the. Th- I thought I thought it was.
2: Actually Fly you're right. They not the same striping. Same color scheme, but I don't think they're the same striping. Yeah, I, like I, I feel like better. you
1: need a little bit of a different color for the socks as far mm-hmm. as Yeah. looking at it now. Um, yeah, the
2: one where past us like taunting the crowd after he just went bar down on a uh, what was it, Carey Price slap shot against Montreal? Never fucking forget that.
1: Uh I actually just I saw a stupid Bertuzzi picture because he was in it.
2: Yeah, he, he wore those with, we wore those with him a lot. At the end of the year there after the trade deadline, we wore a yeah. thirds so like every other game, it felt like.
1: Yeah, no, it I guess it did, yeah. And yeah, that's why
2: right. I liked the like at first I didn't like them. The winter classics, the one you bought. But once I saw them on the ice and how different they were compared to other Bruins jerseys, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like See, you know, like
1: I liked it, and then I saw it in person. I'm like, okay, I actually really like
2: this. So then yeah, I bought one. Yeah, and it was cool how they did. Like it was kind of like the cult, col- <laughs> the college thing with the Boston over top of the 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 Meth Bear with the like watermark or the word mark. Sorry, I, I don't know. I just thought it was different and eh. yeah. It's hard. The Bruins have had like a very similar jersey most of their existence, right? Unless you go farther back, like real far back.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. There hasn't been much change, I would say. I mean, I guess the biggest change is breaking away from the Pooh Bear. Yeah. Right? Or Meth Bear, whatever you want to call it.
2: Yeah, um, those yellow Pooh Bears were hard to look at. God, I fucking the, the Anson can't. Carter style. Oh, man, I are, love them though. I, oh yeah, they're just tough to look at. I, I feel like eyes. if
1: you make them now, they would look much more slick with today's material and and I think everything. they'd go
2: brighter yellow, less mustard, you yeah, know, kind of yep. like the reverse retro a little bit.
1: Yep. All right. Next question is from our boy Island Stew. Uh I'm not boy at Stewart P O I D E V I N. I'm not gonna try to say your last name because I always forget. Name one player from Providence that you can't wait to have their shot in a Bruins jersey this season and one player you want to buy a one-way ticket to hell out of here. Ooh,
2: Prospect or just player on the roster I want to uh, get let's out of just here?
1: let put player on the roster. Like, yeah. Or just a, any player in the organization, really. Okay. Uh, as far as the Providence... Is Riley still here? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who? I said, right. is Mike
2: Riley still here? That's just
1: kidding. <laughs> yeah, I wish he asked us that a year ago. Yeah. Um, the so Providence. I mean, I think the easy one is like guys like Lysel or Lorai. I'm really mm-hmm. excited for a guy like Lori but uh, I can't wait for a guy like Portois. Yeah, man.
2: Yeah, Portois. Portois? Portois.
1: I've heard like five different ways to say Same. his name. I'm, I'm waiting for Jack Edwards here. to say them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so it's I, Portois. Portois. Okay, let's go with yeah. that for this episode. Yeah, Portois is a guy that I can't wait to see him in a Bruins jersey. I he had comments today, uh, or was it yes? No, yesterday. Basically sure. saying like, I want to make it hard for them to want to send me back to uh, juniors. So. I uh I, I like I like his train of thought. I like where he's at. I hope that I I cause he's he's technically too young to play in Providence.
2: Yes, so if he gets if he doesn't stick with the team this year, he'll go back to Guelph and they'll push the contract back another year. So then if he made the team next year, his ELC would start at 3 years.
1: Okay. So I mean, and he's making under
2: sure. nine hundred k. He signed for too, which is even better.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that is. I man, he's just he's shown a lot of flashes lately, especially Dude, late in the season uh last year.
2: These preseason games, I think he has like seven points in three games or something like that, and one of them was a shorthanded goal. Yeah, like. Like and like, this was my thing. I, I talked to Ace about this on Two Pad Stack. Uh, uh, also affiliated with Primetime Production. Go check it out. Him and Burge do a great program over there. Would you just keep him up for the first nine games? See if it works? like if he say he blows Porto? you out of yeah. Say he blows you out of the water in preseason. And like, do you give him a shot? Because you have nine games before you can send him back. Before you burn the contract year.
1: <clears throat> yeah, but obviously I know you got to be you you obviously have to be under the salary cap, which I mean, even if you bring him on right now, he wouldn't be depends on that PTO on how either PTO works out and who's really here. Like who would be the odd man out that would have to sit or get sent down? Like, do you, do you just send floorboard down or someone like that? For uh, do you do you just waive them for the first nine games so like you have the salary cap space right and ride with yeah. moral. Like there's there's a lot of factors that kind of go into it. I mean, I'd be all for that, but then who's going to be the on man out? Are you going to do that just to play him on the fourth line and shit well, like yeah?
2: There like like you just said, if Portual blows you out of the water in camp, Heinen's not getting a PTO. If Chase on gets one, it's in Providence. Okay, so yeah. Say-
1: Say Bourgeois has an amazing camp, like lights it up, and just started, this is against men, right? This is what we're yeah. trying to say, like against
2: men, is, lights it up.
1: Yeah, and, and he's starting to look like the real deal, and like he's developing well and everything. But then Heinen just has an average camp. Who are you taking over? Like, oh, I'm you, taking
2: Heinen. Like, say Heinen puts up a goal assist and he's plus um on 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 camp i'm keeping yeah. heinen at 900k and sending port down to just just to because we're we're assuming they're going to spend to the cap or close to it next year and we got 30 million to deal with right Portois, yeah. if he comes in next year and you say you get him in between or on the wing of frederick and geeky on a third line like that's 900k you you know you can have on your roster and you can spend maybe another one or two million somewhere else right so yeah. it's good it's good business to send him back down i'm just saying like he, say he plays 3 games and puts up 7 points or some shit you know what i, I know. mean like and
1: then it's going to be hard and they're right and i don't cuz i don't cause then you might be sending lauko down you might be sending greer
2: you know what i mean like
1: both like, lauko's dale like i cuz he's not a waiver exempt so but he got with that contract he has man i feel like off, he would get picked so up fucked. so quick you know so, so see, like he's got to make the team and he's not going to get waived for a guy like portois at least this year you know
2: you have until i think it's i don't know when the season starts but you have until like 5 days before the season sure. before the waiver actually kicks in so for good business, and if you like, if Portois killing it, you'd have to send like Lauco and Greer and like Boquist guys like that down before you're into your like last three games of preseason, which is a tough decision to make.
1: Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, like because if, those... it, if it's a decision like that, then you can't do something like that.
2: No, it's too tough. But like, <laughs> you never know, man. Jarvis put up like nine points in four fucking preseason games, and Carolina oh. kept him, and he never looked back.
1: But also, I mean, look at the preseason that um AJ Greer had last year, too. I mean, he, yeah. he ended up being serviceable up here, he did okay, but nothing crazy. Obviously, it wasn't anything like you saw in the preseason. Granted, in the preseason, he's mostly playing against and this is my thing too starters and then scrubs.
2: I don't want to see the Bruins do what they what Seattle did with Shane Wright and keep him halfway through the year. Oh and only dear. I don't do want you know, I don't that, the Shane
1: Wright situation. No, yeah.
2: like that's,
1: that's a, gonna be that's gonna ugly. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: a horrible way. And so not like that's good for the kid. No. And he's nineteen, right? Like the, I'd rather him like I, uh the Dom, Dom, Terriano. Um is it Terriano? Yeah, it's Terriano, I think, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he has Porchoa getting like 100 points this year in the OHL.
1: I could see that. I mean, like he's with really... like
2: with like 70 of them being assists. Yeah. So and yeah, he's pretty can... and he's pretty the Dom's pretty good with his
1: predictions yeah he knows this shit when it comes to these young guns too so. yeah
2: he's also go check out his newsletters everybody that's listening i i think his ad is at dom tiano i'll double check that but he's been putting out unbelievable stuff with prospects lately um yeah I'll if you're
1: someone out. if you're someone who doesn't really follow prospects but you're curious uh dom's the guy to follow he knows. Yeah, this shit. At,
2: at- dominic tiano d-o-m-i-n-i-c-t-a-t-i-a-o yeah okay let me do that again d-o-m-i-n-i-c-t-i-a-n-o there we go hell yeah baby
1: our next question at tj bennett 37 our boy tommy bennett host of running with the devils what are your expectations for coil i read an article he is excited for an increased opportunity. Is this the year with solid wingers that he takes that leap and shows he can center a top two line? I don't I'm gonna think let I, you go with this. I I think what you've seen out of Coyle so far in his career is kind of what you're gonna get. Uh he's gonna go five games in a row looking like one of the best centermen in the world. And then he's gonna be snake bitten and just having shit luck for the next 10 to 15 games, and then he'll come back, and it's kind of like the DeBrusque factor where he's a very streaky player. Uh, Because, I mean, how many times, I mean, we like if you're just going back to last season, as a Bruins fan, you can think back to plenty of times when he pulled off a disgusting move or just dominated in the zone for 30 straight seconds and then had a great opportunity and hit post or shot at the goalie or missed the net. Or or didn't shoot or didn't shoot and passed up another opportunity. Uh that ha- that happens a lot with a guy like him. So I, I kind of, I, maybe he's going in with a different mindset now that he knows he's going to be a one or two center. Uh mm-hmm. So maybe that'll help him kind of trans. Plus he's, he's a girl dad now too. So it's like, yeah, that's this guy truly has the potential just to go sicko mode on the whole fucking league and surprise people. I mean, dude, him and
2: pasta coming in both new girl dads.
1: Yes. Uh, Real quick before you answer uh, Tommy's question, do you think Coil who ends up with the more points, Coil or uh, Zaka? I'm gonna go Zaka.
2: I'm gonna go Zaka, but if it's Coil, holy fucking shit! What went wrong or what went right, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think me and you have talked about this on previous podcasts a couple different times. We don't pay Coil the five point two five for his re- regular season play. He goes sicko mode in the playoffs, and he's one of those guys that can just turn it the fuck on. I feel like he tries not to get too high or too low during the season, and like you just alluded to, it 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 benefits and hurts him because he goes streaky. Um, but, yeah, I think if you get 55 points at a coil close to 60, like, are you that mad, right? Like, Bergeron put up 58.
1: I'm going to need at least 50 out of him. Yeah, and 50 points out of him to be even remotely happy. Beside Marshawn all year, which it sounds like is going to
2: happen from jump. Like they had instant chemistry all year last year. Every time they played together, like every time he came up in a pinch, (laughs) that was when we were like, where is this coil all the time? But like, it's just the situationary. He he I think he he chews that gum like a motherfucker on the ice. I I just think he's got (laughs) I think he's got a switch in him. and I think when he's playing third my line minutes, he just he's a guy who accepts his role. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And he de- he definitely does. Uh like looking at his career stats real quick, he's only surpassed 50 points one time, and that was the 2016-2017 season where he finished with a career high 56 points. The next closest he got to was actually this most recent year where he had 45 points. Uh, 16 goals 29 assists so you like to see him get that to that 20 goal plateau there because uh He's only reached it once and that was actually the season prior to his career high in points uh, I I mean i'm trying to like I'm looking he averaged just under or basically 17 minutes of ice time a game this season uh, that's about a 25 second drop off from the 21 22 season. Not that that really means shit, but I mean, he's a guy who gets a lot of PK time. Uh, he's huge on the PK. Not so much on the power play, I think. I mean, but we, need, only-
2: we need him to be huge on the PK this year. He's no, taking Bergeron's role, right? Yeah. So if he, it- well,
1: he also didn't play the PK too much last year because no, they kind of like eased him is- in. His line was always the next line out too after mm-hmm. the power po- after the PK playing in our zone. He
2: that's another thing. I think Connor Ryan talked about this. I don't know if it was on Bruins beat or um, the other one that him and Evan Marinoski do. I can't remember the name right now. They do two a week that are half an hour each. But they were talking about how like with the point production Coil put up last year and the amount of in zone starts he had after like p- penalties and shit. It's it, it is impressive what he was able to do on the third line. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know he's the, I know he's everyone's favorite punching bag to some Boston fans because the contract's a little high. But like I said, the cap was supposed to go up and you're paying him for the playoffs because like he fucking went sicko in that first playoffs with Johansson.
1: Also, I mean, he's, he gets paired up a lot against other top lines. It's not like he's getting paired up against other third liners. Mm hmm. I mean, he gets paired up a lot against the top two lines of other teams because he's so good defensively.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, it, that's the thing. Like, you're putting Marshawn, who's – I don't even know what Marshawn's analytics are. I was just about to say analytic darling, but I don't even know – I don't even think Marshawn <laughs> wants analytics towards his name. He doesn't seem like that type of guy. Yeah, yeah. You You, you know Marshawn's a great defensive player. He has been for years. Yep. Years, sorry. Um, oh, Big thing about Coyle that I was really impressed about last year that no one ever fucking talks about is he upped his fucking faceoff percentage like almost ten percent, or it was like seven percent or something like that. And that's something 10%. that was always like the biggest knock on him is like he's not great in the faceoffs, but he's a third line center and like you said, playing against a lot of teams' top lines. So yeah, I'm I'm curious to see. And then it goes on to another side. I'm curious to see if Frederick Geeky in a shut shut down line role on that third line. Like I it, it's yeah, man, it's just gonna be really fucking interesting either way. But I do hearing I heard this like I heard the I was watching live, I think it was the Jimmy fund where Coyle said the the remarks that uh, Tommy's oh, talking yes. about. Yeah, and he dude, you could see a fire in his eyes. So I, I I'm excited to see what he can bring to the table this year.
1: No, I I am too. It's it's going to be interesting to see how he does. It's going to be exciting, frustrating, everything at different times of the uh, season. But I'm excited. It it sounds like he's very eager for the season to start and to show us what he can do being a top two centerman on the Boston Bruins. Mm -hmm. Our next question is from our boy Big at Big Bad Bees memes. What are your surprises and snubs from the top 100 Bruins list? Oh, surprise,
2: Torrey Krug and Kessel.
1: Those are a little surprising
2: yeah. to me. Just because, like, yeah. yes, I know Tori Krug was a fan favorite, but I didn't know we were going to do that. <laughs> you know, like, he yeah. he almost won a cup twice with us, I guess. Like, I don't know. This was kind of surprising to me. And then, like, the Phil Kessel one's surprising because he, like, yeah, he played with us, drafted with us, but, like, did he only play, like, 15 playoff games with us or something like that? Yeah, he didn't
1: play – I, maybe I it's
2: haven't... maybe it's because Phil Kessel's legacy and the Iron Man shit. Maybe I, that's how they're also putting into it. But like he didn't I do mean, it with us.
1: Didn't he maybe because he got us like Sagan and shit. Yeah. But, I, I mean, Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like, I guess you could put him and Sagan like in a half split. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. He only played three seasons with the Bruins. I mean, granted, like that last season he had with us, he was fucking phenomenal with. Uh, Mm -hmm. Scoring scoring 36 goals in 08 09, but then yeah, obviously you know how it worked out. He went to Toronto, we got Sagan, all that good shit. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Like if you're gonna do that,
2: then you should have put fucking Raycroft on there for getting us to Garasque.
1: Yeah, that's (laughs) you you should have yeah, but like I, I was surprised by Kessel. Uh, As far as
2: as snubs, snubs, I'm going to have a tougher time with this one.
1: Yeah, I can't like, I don't think there are really any true snubs, right? No, like uh, more surprises. I think
2: snubs would be more fan favorites. You know what I mean? Like people like, I I think I saw that there was a couple goalie snubs. People were pissed about like, did Tim Thomas get on there?
1: Uh, yes.
2: Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah, it's like I'd have to analyze that one and come back next week with a with an answer. Like I'm looking at the names now. Oh, that was Mark Savard's post.
1: Yeah, like were you surprised with Boychuk being on there? Yes and no
2: because like yes, because like see this is where like yo, you're gonna coming up with a hundred players in a history even of a hundred years is tough. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're gonna get a couple guys that were like, Yeah, Boychuck was huge in that cup run with Seidenberg. You know what I mean? Like that 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 defensive pair was massive for us for a couple years.
1: Yeah, no, it, it was. Um I'm looking at the list right like the... Yeah, same. Yeah, like pasta was on it. I mean, if Boychuck's on there, I feel like Adam McQuaid should be on there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, Adam McQuaid. I thought that was kind of a snub. I thought I it did. was
1: more I thought he was more deserving than Tory Krug.
2: Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um Bruce Cassidy kind of a snub. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> never, never even played a never. game with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um I don't know, man. Like I feel like there's like I said, there's like like is Yager kind of a snub if we're gonna give it to Kessel. I know he only played a season with us, but like he is one of the greatest players to ever play the game.
1: I I think when people think of like Yager being a snub, stop, yes, yeah, no, Jesus Christ, learn how it's to fucking talk. A stub. <laughs> I, I think people just think of his career and his legacy, but they don't really think about his short time with the Bruins. How it was like?
2: Yeah, because like yeah, because it was disappointing. That that year yeah. was disappointing too. Maybe but yeah nothing special i don't know like i guess you could go segs you could go Yager, you could, you could McQuaid for sure that's a really good one i like that one that's like the biggest one i think
1: yeah as far um, as i mean i can't really maybe it'll come to me later in the show did because paul
2: Coffey play for us for long
1: not too long
2: yeah like brian leach didn't play for us for long like i'm mm-hmm. trying to think of players that you know like played for us that had huge careers no. I feel like, like I said, there's more snubs that like we wouldn't know about, like in the 30s and 40s that like these guys were just fucking mad men. But they're just not as um, like great hockey players, but it's just not documented as much or as well, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would say that. I'm, uh... I'm trying to look at something real quick. Oh, well, did Defoe not- get mm-hmm. on here? No, he didn't. Okay, uh, that's no, stuff. he did. He did. Sorry. He did. He did. I I swear I remember I'm pretty sure I swear I remember seeing the picture of him. Uh, Did Mike yeah, Milberry go on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milbury, Ted Donato. Uh, yeah. So I I, I don't want. It's think a good. Much it's a it, good question though. It might it might come back to us later on. I mean, yeah. I guess you could have done Paul. No, you couldn't even done. Paul Coffee only played 18 games with us.
2: Yeah, seeing like the augers same type of thing, right? Yeah, and that was... I guess Sagan, of- kind of, for what he did in Tampa in
1: that uh, series. Yeah, I mean,
2: yeah. Nathan Horton, maybe? That goal? Like, I, I w- don't know. Yeah, I was... David Backus? No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Nathan Horton was on there, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, oh, he- yeah, Dave- yeah.
1: Nathan yeah. Horton's on there. I know, there's so many fucking names. I know,
2: dude. That. I'm trying to fucking go through it all on my phone, too, because I got the just- this on my laptop.
1: Yeah, I'm just glad they put... um uh, fucking what's his name? Sean Thornton. There,
2: mm-hmm. that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. The, like, could I guess PJ Stock was pretty loved.
1: Is I mean, that a snow? Yeah, he was. He's on there though. Or no, PJ Stock. No, never mind. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Brian Rolston. Uh, Brian Rolston. Yeah. Um, Glenn Murray. Wait, no, Glenn, Murray's Glenn on Murray. Glen Murray was on there. Yeah.
2: yeah uh, I thought interference was interesting. I know he was yeah, great I, for us, but like. I guess it's a kind bro. of a Sean Thornton type pick. Who's the fan fucking, favorite?
1: Who's the GM for? Uh, God, I'm trying. Bill, Bill Garren. Yeah, there? that's true. How long I did he play thought,
2: for the bees? Not too long, right?
1: Did it? What was it two or three seasons? I guess.
2: Yeah. I guess we actually, who do, we we actually, Bill Garn should be on there for the fa- the sole fact that we got Bergeron because he signed with Dallas. Oh really we got that pick as a compensation because they used to do that back then because he signed a contract with Dallas.
1: Uh, yeah, he played two years with two seasons. with. So the I Rose. guess, and
2: especially Billy G being around there, that's kind of a snub.
1: Yeah, I mean, local boy uh, set a... Try and look at it real quick. No, I, was, I think I'm looking at it all wrong. It's kind of weird. Yeah, he had a career high with the set at 41 goals right am i looking at that right yeah 41 goal yeah. stuff so, but um yeah actually his first season with the Bruins was a career year for him nice. yeah so like
2: that's kind of a snub and he's a almost. gm in the league still
1: yeah i guess from I boston guess I,
2: I guess you could say that's a yeah but um okay it's better than my yoger pick
1: well i'm sure <laughs> I'm sure more will come to us um yeah because we're gonna be talking about oh, the- Michael
2: Ryder was kind of a snub for me. That guy was dope brewing. Well, I thought,
1: yeah, yeah. That well, it really it just goes back. But he to was that, a
2: like, big Habs guy too. If,
1: yeah, if you're gonna put him, then you have to put like guys like Peverley and Chris Kelly and shit. Yeah. Um, but after Bobby's corner, me and Brent are comparing our centennials, the centennial teams that we filled out. So mm. stay tuned for that, and I'm sure some names will come to us as we go about that. But we got three more questions to buzz through because uh, we're already going on. Yeah, we're going. Out. So these from... are good questions today. No, all like the like, ones. Yeah, these are good. I like this next one too. <laughs> it makes you kind of laugh and think. Uh, it's from our girls uh Jeep Sarah. Uh Sarah, Sarah. at SS but with flavor. Um your Connor Bedard, because news came mm. out that Connor Bedard has never yes. had fast food, candy, or any junk food. Fucking loser. Uh are Connor Bedard and you've Nerd. never had anything fun to eat or yeah, what are you gonna do with all that money, you
2: idiot? Like, highest played paid rookie like ever. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like fucking go go get some fucking french fries. Yeah. You're Connor Bedard and you've never had anything fun to eat or drink. Apparently, what's the first food or beverage you try when mom's not looking for me when when I would be out like with my dad, like late night practices or something like that? Like on a weeknight, um, my dad would like always had a tough time saying no to us. So I would always ask for I would always want to get a bag of chips and a soda like that was my go to. Because my, my parents didn't allow junk food in the house. Every now and again, they let us get, like, fast food, you know, McDonald's, whatever, all that shit. Yeah. But it didn't happen because my mom loved cooking for the family. So we had that, and she didn't want us drinking soda. And uh, so obviously it led to us being sneaky about it. Once I was 15, making my own money, i go to the food court and get, like, what's the uh, –
2: taco bell and shit
1: (laughs) taco bell fucking god what's the uh sabaro something like that i forget uh i would just get chinese food basically yeah you know so manchu (laughs) walk oh yeah uh manchu walks good three gorges i think it's called here uh there's a there's a lot of fast food chinese places or master walk yeah Great place. Fuck, I haven't been to the mall in so long.
2: I'm. Like, I think. I think for mine though, I have to go with like. Pro, it's probably the biggest layup of all time. But I'm. I, I. I. I'm so weak for their fries. I would go with a Big Mac meal with a, a oh, Coke. I'm Big a, Mac meal with a with a Coke. Ooh,
1: fuck that! I'm a sucker. Your first for,
2: ever fast food.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you'll be sitting on the toilet for 17 <laughs> yeah. days, but fuck it, it'll be worth it. Like, uh, see, that's.
2: I, I need to know if he's had pizza. Because, like, pizza's fast food, but, like, people eat pizza homemade. No, you yeah, know he, what I mean?
1: He's probably talking about, like, chains. Like, mm-hmm. Like, he, 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 he BK like... BK Lounge. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a sucker for Mickey D's french fries and the Sprite, man. Oh. I, uh, I had that on the way home from hockey last night because I'm, like, halfway home. The edible hit me. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. munchy time, baby. Stopped on the highway real quick. Some
2: if, fries. if if we're gonna go candy though i'd probably have to go with like straight to like sour
1: patch kids or
2: skittles or something
1: Ooh.
2: you know uh, what i mean
1: yeah i'm not a big candy person um i do like my chocolates time to time but i mean it's that's always like reese's or some shit like that but as far as twix, candy, maybe like, i hate twix oh no i love twix sorry i was thinking of um if, i don't even know what i was thinking of i love twix uh yeah,
2: greases uh, is, is always it, fucking. It would cookie.
1: be some like gummy beer, sour patch kids, yeah, something like, that. like something it, it just was...
2: filled with like sugar all over it, you know? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. it's <laughs> the shit that you should be eating as a kid, right? Yeah, well, this not guy's probably be.
2: this guy's probably eating like what is it? The vegan peanut butter cups? It's got like no peanut butter and no chocolate yeah, in yeah. it. It's like what is that?
1: Oh, he he's definitely iced black coffee year round. Oh, like, him you know? and sulky. Probably yeah. just fighting,
2: firing off tweets on their burners,
1: you fucking weirdos. Uh, <laughs> no, I like that question though, because it you know, like, kind of gets you thinking.
2: Uh, oh, holy, oh, the sure. Bruins just scored! <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got a goalie goal. Uh, our next question is from at Mister Hockey Pucks. Does Allmark have what a handle? Puck? Real quick, no. what a handle! Dude, I've never seen this guy on Twitter before. I've like, am never Dude. seen him a day in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't even realize his handle until I started saying it. I'm like, that's kind of a sick handle. Because yeah. his name like, is Like, who J- gets a- that with
2: no numbers or anything?
1: I know. At Mr. Hockey Pucks asks, does Allmark have another top five season or does he regress back to what he was when he first arrived in Boston? It's the same thing Tuca said. Why would he not? Why would he not? Yeah, wait, wait, yeah right? why not? Like I the, mean, it's it's kind of hard to mimic that season, but I feel like he's gonna have another very good productive season, barring injuries, obviously. But with the with the direction we went,
2: if him and Swayman don't aren't at least in the top seven of this year, we're kind of fucked. We need to yeah. keep the oh, puck out of the net.
1: Yeah, we're relying on those. Yeah.
2: so that five million dollars better come into good use again because yeah we don't use him in the playoffs clearly
1: <laughs> i know and then if he has another great year we can fucking trade him off for his yeah. last season and get back but into the first round possibly this
2: is a goalie bob thing right like he's transitioned allmark into a vesna caliber goalie it'd be insane to think that he's not in the top 5 again yeah
1: this year. He, i i agree like he's he does a great job getting his goalies prepared do one of them before. score a goal again this year
2: is the real fucking question
1: that's i mean if if that's what you mean by regress, when missed at Mister Hockey asked asset, then yes, he's one hundred percent going to <laughs> regress. I don't see him. I don't see him uh, getting a goal this year. But, I think we're I mean, more likely
2: to see a Swayman fight, dude. especially at the end of last year. He imagine, was itching for one.
1: Imagine this kind of season, like you just like lost. Obviously, your legendary captain Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci has retired as well, and every like shit just hits the roof, like. You see both goalies fight. You see both goalies score a goal in the same season. Like and you like what if? What if? What if Monty just like got like fucking horny this season? Was like let's have some fun, like kind of kind of like uh, like this friggin' uh, what what's that fucking movie with Shane Falco? Uh, Shane. Uh, the football one Re- uh the replacements oh it's yeah like yeah, yeah. replacements like they just like kind of fucked around because like no one was taking them serious because they were just filling in for the uh players on strike yeah but what if like Monty just fucked around and like they went like say Allmark quarterback the breakout right just get oh Monty yeah and like Bro
2: Dare used to and skate yeah. out of it and pass and then it.
1: next thing you know he has fucking 10 points on the season. Oh my god <laughs> like, I remember I think it was... Oh Omar had two
2: points last year, right? A goal and an assist? I'm pretty S- sure.
1: I'd have to look. You can't even, like... You, you it, it you It's not even crazy like that, that, that I said, that, said it. that, eh? No, I know. <laughs> well, because it's easy for, like... Yeah. But you have to... see Rask to had, good.
2: like, four or five assists in his career, I think.
1: Wasn't there a goalie that went on spin? Chicklets, like, chirping biz because he ended his career with more points than biz? Yeah.
2: Who was that? Oh, was that uh, Brian oh. Burke, the goalie whisper? Oh, could be because he see, played. He played in the I'm age where at... you could go in the corner. Also, Gary, before I fight you again, um, I want them to get rid of the trapezoid. I know it's for safety at this point, but like these goalies are yeah. like hitting players now. Get rid of the trapezoid.
1: Yep. If you if you go out and play the puck, it's fair game. I yeah. Think. Well, obviously not, like, go full Milan Lucic on, yeah. right, <laughs> but it's, 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 it's to a certain extent fair game. You can bump them or, you yeah. know, their stick or whatever. Because I just saw
2: that video that's going viral right now, Gibson, and all his highlights of like, fighting players, hitting players behind the net and shit. I'm like, <laughs> how is that okay? Yeah, but, you know?
1: I know. Um, but, yeah, I I, I think all Mark will, I mean – Mark it down five point season for Almark this year. Yeah, no, but I, I think he's going to have a great season again. I think Swayman will really keep him on his toes because it's a contract year for Swayman. I think Swayman's eager that. to get paid and I think he's eager to take the next step and be the next guy. You know, he's a competitor. The goalies are weird. I get it, but they have this kind of weird, cool, calm, collected friendship where it's just a healthy battle. It's nothing toxic. And, you know, Allmark knows that Swayman wants to be the next guy. He's the next, you know, young buck coming up for us and the, yep. probably our future, the future of the Boston Bruins, if not already. So, well, our
2: boy Chris Davis over at uh, Drop the Mitts, uh, he had that video that was going semi-viral about Swayman. The kid asked Swayman the question, what does it feel like to be the number two goalie in the league? And he's like, Joke, because Allmark's number one, right? And then yeah, yeah. Swayman gave that great answer about how, like, hey, if Linus isn't playing good, and I am, it's going to push Linus to be even better. Like, that—that yeah. that is where, like, I, I, you know me, I was trade Allmark. I think you were even leaning that way a little bit because, like, money was so tight this summer. But okay, we're accepting our, we're accepting the way this is going. We're going with two of the, like, best, top five goalies in the league, in my opinion. Uh stats showed it last year. And, you know, like the, they got to push each other. And like mm-hmm. you said, Swayman wants that contract. He wants to get paid. I saw he just got that deal with true hockey. You know, like, you know, it's trending upward for the boys.
1: Yeah. No, he's if, if he wants to get paid, he's got to produce. They have a healthy friendship and battle going on back there. So it benefits the Bruins, if anything. But, yeah, it's I mean, you got like, of Don't Allmark's Arma- kids call Swayman on- uncle? I th- Uncle Swear, possibly. I and I like scary. that relationship that they have; that they can be professional competitors about it, mm-hmm. rather than that bitch boy Tom Brady who fucking basically forced Garoppolo out of town because Garoppolo was actually looking decent and he knew he was scared of it. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, like, shit like I wasn't a football guy then, stuff. dude. <laughs> <Just Yeah.
2: laughs> it's pre bred sure. football era.
1: Shit like that drove me fucking crazy. Like yeah. Like you're so scared of this guy that you're gonna try to force him out of town instead. They're working together. They're you know, complimenting Dude, fucking, each other's game.
2: We saw it recently in the NHL with Minnesota that fucking they gave uh Flower, one of the nicest and you could probably say top twenty goalies of all time, uh, contract and and that what was it, Camp Fowler? He was like, I'm yeah. out of here. He's like, I'm not fucking playing with him. And yeah. he didn't want to be the one B one A situation. Oh, not Camp
1: Fowler, Cam Talbot.
2: Cam Talbot. Sorry, Camp Fowler. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a defense defenseman man. on it. Yeah, the Ducks. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Like, why would he want to It's because I was talking
2: about Gibson. My brain was um, on the ducks.
1: Our next question from Boston Sports at Fluffy Runner One. Who will be the highest performer
2: this season? Well, if it's not past us, something went wrong, right?
1: No, just that means Marshan's so fucking back. <laughs> like, oh whoa, oh, yeah.
2: you just spin zone that on
1: me. <laughs> I, mean, I wasn't even
2: thinking that.
1: I don't think Marshan will produce like that because I, I mean, you're looking at you're comparing him to 60 goal score, 61 goal yeah. score, but it's gonna be those. They're gonna be our top two guys easily, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, oh, I think.
2: High. Like, that's what I was saying. Something must still, I guess. Yeah, you're right. Cause no, that's man. I just like, cause Marshawn was hurt last year and it was so just like blah halfway through, you know, he hadn't
1: played 73 games. He was never himself and he finished seven points, still put up 21 goals. Uh, Did
2: you hear what Debrus said today? No. That DeBrusque was leaving. He hadn't even left Boston yet to go back to Edmonton and Marshawn was already back on the ice.
1: What, speaking of last year? No, like this summer. Yeah. So oh, like this oh, summer,
2: when DeBrus like packed his bags and went to leave, like he was, Marshawn was already back on the ice practicing and training for uh, the season. Yeah, see, I, it I love five that. days, Tuka said, five fucking days after <laughs> the season ended.
1: He's angry, that's, baby. I
2: love that's, it. That's, yeah, it's also captain material. Fuck you, Berge. <laughs>
1: He's 100% going to be the captain, it,
2: right? It means, if they give it to Chucky, no one's going to be mad, but I, I think I want to see, especially in the 100th season, let's see a little fucking chaos. Like you said, like the replacement style, baby.
1: Yeah, so right? Marchand's going to be here for what? Another at least two, two or three years. more years? You two. Know, well, well, at least two, but I imagine we will get an extra year or two out of him too. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. But, I mean, if you want to talk about the back end, I think – McAvoy has the potential of having a huge year. Obviously, you saw yeah, what last looks. He looks, thick. Year. He looks yeah, like thick, dude. He's a married man now, dude. Like he's, yeah. uh he's, he's probably fucking baking something in the oven right now too. i was What's just gonna call? say he's been fucking all summer. Every, everyone's fucking, yeah. Everyone's yeah. having a fucking kid. Yeah, it's gotta be those two. If you're looking at the back end, I'm gonna say it's obviously Lindholm and McAvoy right there. But I think McAvoy yeah. takes that leap this year. I mm-hmm. think you're gonna see. I think you're going to see a really good match. I mean, you got to remember, too, McAvoy got 52 points. That's one point behind Lindholm, who played 80 games. McAvoy only played 67. So, yeah, that's like a fucking 70-point pace. And McAvoy didn't get a lot of power play time. I mean, I shouldn't say. He still had 19 points on the power play. And he
2: came off surgery.
1: Yeah, he came off surgery. Uh,
2: Fuck it. McAvoy's getting 100 points this year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think I think for, to say that he has the potential of reaching 70, 75 points isn't far-fetched. Yeah, the,
2: I'm pretty sure somebody asked that to the Sumptons Bruin boys, not this latest pod, but the pod before. Um, and they were like, that's a lot of points. And I was like, but is it, though, when you think about his totals last year? And he's progressed every year. like, Yeah. I don't know. I'm with you. I, I'd say if you could get 69 to 75 points out of McAvoy, I'd be happy. I'd be so fucking happy. I'd be uh, so happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's we'll see. That's he should be in the Norris talks, right? Oh um, Carlson gets another hundred, that's kind of tough.
1: Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Uh, but if he has a seventy five point season and he's the stallion plus, on the plus back 45 end of,
2: or whatever he normally is, he's
1: just, he's just laying dudes out. I think it's perfectly fair to think. Like I, yeah, I mean that's what the Norris is about too. But obviously, yeah, kind of has
2: the awards fucked up now. They fucked it up. Yeah, I know. But um when they change it to the Bergy, Bergeron Award, the Selkie, they should make another defensive award.
1: They they really should. But at this point, just keep it right. I mean, I oh I, yeah, obviously they should. But it, it the, cuz then it kind of takes away i mean granted the way it's gone lately it kind of takes away meaning from it but still you know like you should i don't i don't know yeah cuz there's
2: cause, a bunch of like forward awards right like there's a goal scoring award and a fucking point,
1: points award MVP. yeah yeah i know that's that's what's tough
2: i don't know but yeah and then you got the selkie who's always a forward obviously best defensive forward yeah, that's the thing. So you got best defensive forward, and then it's essentially best offensive forward, but you only have just like best all around defenseman.
1: I, I think if you go best defensive forward and best offensive forward, then a guy like McAvoy will just never even see the light of day. Like, of either. It, yeah, because he's right in the middle, right? I mean, yeah, he's definitely one of the best defensemen in the league. He's definitely one of the best defensemen in the league, but... Top
2: five for sure, you could argue top three for what he does on both sides of the
1: Yeah, you could argue top three, definitely top five, but it comes down to both sides of the puck, both ends of the uh, rank, both ends of the ice. I, you know, because he can certainly produce. You would like to see him shoot a little bit more, maybe be a little bit more aggressive on the blue line. But then you also want to see him i mean he's a heavy hitter too when he does hit like uh, he's all oh, that hit fucking on fucking, those, uh, what What was it uh, That hit on all in, in the
2: playoffs Didn't a couple years ago this uh yeah he did i think too i
1: i thought he had did but i could be wrong no, okay you're so right. that, that is it for questions anything else you want to add to it before we shoot it over to bobby's corner
2: no, I think we talked about everything in the questions that I wanted to bring up. If if we weren't, if it wasn't gonna get brought up, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, we talked about the of, jerseys. We talked about yeah, a lot of, of good off-season.
1: questions. A lot of good questions today. Mm. Uh, that was that was fun to answer. I mean, oh shit, where'd you go? Um, oh, my I not are. there? Oh, no, my my fucking <laughs> my web browser just like shut down for a second yeah i mean yeah that's over an hour worth of shit right there so
0: yeah
1: without further ado though enjoy bobby we're going to shoot it over to bobby's corner and then we're going to come back and we are going to we're not going to break down the whole centennial shit we are just going to compare each other's centennial teams i mean i kind of put mine as like how i would have my lines too i don't know if you did yeah i did did at uh, well, first
2: I didn't and then like you can only move them a couple times and I was like oh fuck so I just like wrote them down and then went through and redid it again <laughs> so like,
1: um, yeah so we're gonna we're gonna compare teams after Bobby's corner and then we'll kind of we'll probably put a poll out tomorrow afternoon tomorrow night whatever see mm-hmm. who you guys think whose team you like better Uh even if you want to tweet at us tomorrow about it let us know but Without further ado, here's Bobby's corner, baby.
3: From, from the, beaches the beaches of Winnipeg, Winnipeg under the, under the palm trees of the West, of of the west uh, it's, it's Bobby. Bobby. Bruce-ke. Bruce-ke. How my VampireFreaks.com users doing? How my MySpace peeps doing? How are my Christian Mingle premium users doing? Are you in line at Starbucks? Are you in line at the Dunks? Are you trying to decide between black coffee and pumpkin spice and worshiping Satan? Let me tell you. It's another edition of Bobby's Corner and we don't care what you order. your boy Bobby. Welcome to another edition of Bobby's Corner. Proudly brought to you by Primetime Productions and Only Bruins. How you feeling out there? How you doing? You looking good today? You feeling good today? We are so close. I can feel it. Can you feel it? I can feel it. A little fog hat for you to get you into the mood. Happy Friday. Happy Saturday. Happy whenever you're listening to this. I'm just happy you're here. That's right. I'm so jacked. Are you jacked? Oh, we've already covered that. I am fucking ecstatic. Oh, we are so close to Bruins hockey. I can feel it in my bones. Tomorrow they're going to announce some freaking beautiful jerseys I hope I didn't just jinx it but they look so gorgeous from what we've seen from the hints and I can't wait to take all of my show money that people have given me because people pay me to play music for some reason sometimes and I can't wait to take all that money and walk to the store and be like hey here's some money that I got for free because people pay me to play music please give me a Bruins jersey of Milan Lucic on the back so I can cry to it every night I don't know if I'm gonna get Lucic John. I I don't have a Lucic jersey, and I could have gotten one back when he got traded. And I was like, he's never gonna come back to the bees. Why would I wanna get that jersey? Should I just bought it? Um, would that fit me by now? No, I got a beer gut back then. I didn't. I got the bullet right now, right? Ride the bullet. I don't know if I'm gonna get Lucic. You know, I don't. Uh, that's a hard decision. You know that. You know, it's not even a decision of like. What jersey are you gonna buy first? It's like, who am I gonna get on the back? You could ride a blank jersey, that's fine. But it's like, man, there's so many options. Like, and like not even that, but like you yeah, have it's a centennial celebration. Like you can get anybody from the past hundred years and no one's gonna bat an eye. At least you get like Matt Bolesky. Or, you know, you get like a Michael Ryder jersey. That'd be kind of weird, not going to lie. I know I know, I heard on something Bruins, Ryder played three seasons, he won a Stanley Cup, he was electric in the playoffs. It'd be weird. I think there are certain rules, actually. Let's talk about that. I think there are certain rules when it comes to Bruins jerseys. You can't get that player. Ryder being one of those few because he played for the Montreal Canadiens as well. I think if a player also played for a rival, especially if it's interdivision now, I don't think you're really allowed to get that player. I'm just saying... You know, as much as I, you know, Cabriolet would piss off every person in Toronto, he's still mainly known as Maple Leaf, at least up here on the beach, you know? People always are like, Thomas Cabriolet, he played for the Maple Leafs. Whatever happened to him? I'm like, ah, oh, he scored, scored a goal in the Stanley Cup final in 2011. You go, oh, no way. For Vancouver? I'm like, nope. For Boston. Pretty sure we traded like a first round pick for him, but whatever. Lost in the eons of hockey history. Great list for the Centennial list, though. Uh, overall, for the feedback, actually, Ryder is one of the guys that I've heard a few people bring up that should be on the list. I do agree with uh, the overall consensus that McQuaid's not on the list. And I get it. Was Quader a ever, like, a top defenseman? No, but neither was Sean Thornton. Sean Thornton was never, like, a top player. But I think his overall impact on the Bruins' locker room his impact in that cup run in 2011 and in 2013 was huge, and I think Quator kind of has the same kind of vibe. I mean, I don't know. It's you know, you knew some people can be left off, and you're gonna think, "Fuck, I don't know." But like, realistically, in, in my hands, I replaced Phil Kessel and I put Adam McQuaid on that list. I love Kessel, but you know that that you know I get it because the Kessel he was here, he was part of a pretty good line actually. If I don't know if people forget, but that line was pretty fucking dominant. And that trade opened up a lot of doors. I mean, without that trade, who knows if we win the Stanley Cup in twenty eleven? I mean, Bergeron goes down in the second round, Segi steps up. I mean, you can say hindsight's twenty twenty. I don't think I don't think Kessel's the guy that steps up in twenty eleven. At least not in Bergeron's absence. You know, Kessel wasn't a center, so. I think that's maybe why that was tossed in there. And although there were some definite shoe-ins, I thought it really interesting that Ace and Brad talked about the disdain towards Phil Esposito. And hearing it from their angle, if you haven't listened to their take on it, i suggest you check it out on Tupac's stack. I dive in a little bit, but they go into way more depth. But it is a little bit interesting that Phil still gets the recognition as a Bruin as much as he does. He did retire as a Bruin. He did have those two cups, and he met smet he set a ton of records i mean he was the original all-star right of the 70s as far as forwards go for me the, the hardest part about the list though minus you know the omissions is the amount of great players that are on the list that never won the cup i mean you have gil Jabert, we talked about a few weeks ago never won a cup of the bees i mean you have craig jenny never won a stanley cup into a few finals Uh, You know, if you really want to dig a little deeper, though, you have like Stan Jonathan. That's another great. He went to three Stanley Cup finals. No, two, three. I want to say it's three. Someone can correct me on that. Uh, But like, it's just like going through this list with a, a couple of friends and coworkers. like a name that popped up is like Brad Park, like, and they're like, oh, Brad Park. That's right. He won a cup of the Bruins. Like, no, he did not. He was part of an insane trade and he never found a way to get it done. Which leads me to the next topic. And it's a name I keep seeing popping up the most out of every, like, snub, as it were, an omission or just lack of an, or lack, not lack, but an absence. And it's these Bruins fans (laughs) that for some reason want Don Cherry to be part of the Centennial festivities. And I know I asked the something Bruins boys about it on the latest pod. I just want to chime in on my two cents with that and give my point of view. I don't get the John Cherry lure. Now I understand he coached the team during uh, half of the 70s and he took them to two Stanley Cup finals and a conference final, all three of which he fell to the Montreal Canadiens. How he got three chances at beating that team and didn't find a way through it is beyond me. I know the Canadiens are great, but the Bruins were just a little bit better come that third time. And as far as I know, Don Cherry's a guy that fucked it up. And it's, that's his legacy, though, right? Because he built up this character, this uh, person who a country loved and a, a nation loved and a sport loved, and he threw it all away time after time and after time. And it wasn't even the poppy comment. It was so many comments made before that. It was like the European advisor comment. It's the, the referring to the Russian players as commies when they first came into the league. Don Cherry, time and time again, has had an opportunity to be a leading force and a positive face for hockey, and many times has fucked it up. This has nothing, like, as far as I'm concerned, Don Cherry is more of a political pundit than he ever could be a hockey pundit ever again. I mean, you want Don Cherry's uh, opinion on an election, you give him a shout. You want Don Cherry's opinion on the Maple Leafs and what they should do next season, don't fucking call him. You want Don Cherry's opinion on who the first line center for the Bruins should be? Don't fucking call him. Don't invite him. I mean, because there's so many moments, and, like, here's a great thing that I'm so happy about with the Centennial season and the Centennial list and getting to tell some newer friends is the Kraut line making it. I mean, you knew they were gonna, but there was always that little bit of that fear. I mean, Milt Schmidt, Woody Dumar, and uh, Bobby Bauer, I mean... The thing, like, one of the greatest what-ifs in hockey, and I know they did come back from World War II, but if they don't go off into the Air Force, who knows if they get a few more cups during that time. I'm not going to sit here right now and mention some of the names that probably should have enlisted and went and joined the force. I'm not going to mention the two teams that absolutely dominated the 40s that had superstars. I'm not going to say Montreal and Detroit absolutely loop-pulled their way through that shit. But we will talk about that this next season. I have some great segments uh, organized for you. But I'm fucking ecstatic, man. Uh, Omissions from the list, though. Personally, Ryan Spooner, Matt Boletsky, Zach Ronaldo. I mean, come on. Anton Hudobin. Okay, that last one definitely not supposed to be a joke. I loved Anton Hudobin. And that cup run he did with the fucking Stars was sick. Yeah, um, what a weekend, though. I am starving for Bruins hockey, though, because I needed it, and I need it, and I can't even speak English because I'm an emotional wreck right now. I'm going to write about it and post it on primetime productions, but let me tell you about my weekend. Um, highs and lows, man. Peaks and valleys. First off, Saturday night. Now, I mentioned on the pod last week, if you see me at the bat, say what's up. And you know what? Like i feel bad i want to say her name was travis he did introduce her name you did introduce yourself to me after but man like jumping on me jumping on me from behind too during um mobina's galore set the band we were watching that's just it's just not cool man like if someone's enjoying a show and you want to say what's up to them just fucking come from the side say hey what's up dig your shit all you need to do talk to you in between the bands but like more or less tackling me from behind like yeah i'm not gonna be fucking jacked man i'm not like i'm not fucking down okay and when you're when you fucking told me i looked bum, is because i was absolutely fucking bummed about the situation there are better ways to say what's up to a homie especially if you never fucking met them before i'm sure you're a good guy and the next time i see you i owe you a beer thanks for listening now bat sabbath was the Cancer Bats uh, version of the Black Sabbath cover band I do it was nuts. If you've never seen a Cancer Bats live, go do it. If you get a chance to see Bat Sabbath live, definitely go do it. And if you go with me, just know you're not gonna leave the venue till like three o'clock in the morning. Go shout out to the boys. Um nuts. It's just crazy. I don't know. Life's just wild. I've been seeing the Cancer Bats since I was like before I had a penis, you know what I mean? It's been fucking a long time. And if I, I help them load out now, and we just hang out, it's fucking dumb. Life is so stupid sometimes. And all of that just came crashing down because Sunday came, I was on a couple hours of sleep, got a coffee from the coffee shop, took what was left of me, showed up to band practice, absolutely shredded that shit, came home, napped, and then we watched football. Now, if you don't like football, you can just like fast forward. But if you like hearing me suffer, you can listen. I know this is a Boston Bruins podcast, so you're probably going to love this because my team's a New York fucking football giants. Even if we're even a football team anymore, I don't know. Long story short, I waited all summer. This was supposed to be what gets me through to the hockey season, and these fucking dudes lost 40 nothing. Monday Night Football. It was 26-0 before I was fucking even done my first beer, dude. And you know, back in the day, when the fucking Giants would lose that much, the bees would play the next night and absolutely slaughter. I need Boston Bruins hockey more than I need life. Oh my god. Okay, with that being said, I'm going to shoot it back off to Brett and Lucy. Remember, if you're going to be crazy... You have to get paid for it or else you're going to get locked up. You've been great. I've been Bobby. I'll see you next week. Let's go bees, baby.
0: <laughs>
3: all right. That was
1: another phenomenal Bobby's Corner numero 270. Don't know how to say that in Spanish, but you guys got my back. So someone tweet at me telling me how to say it in Spanish. Um, all right. We have our centennial teams. We got downtown since all Centennial team and we got Brett's all centennial team. uh I will name my first line. We'll go line by line. I'll go with my first line. I got Adam Oates, Johnny mm-hmm. Busick and Cam Naley. That's your top line? Yeah, okay. well I just I kind of put that as my first line. Yeah, probably wouldn't. It probably really wouldn't be my first line, but how about you? Oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't know if
2: you were going next <laughs> line or not. Um, yeah, the first three I picked were Phil Esposito, Johnny Busick, and Rick Middleton.
1: Okay, okay, I like yeah. that. Yes, yeah, so ours. I ours. thought that I line mean, would
2: bang. You know,
1: we we probably have a very, very, Fair very if not exact same team. Yeah, but our lines might look a little bit different. But yeah. my, I mean, my my second line is. To no surprise. March, <laughs> marshy, Bergey and pasta.
2: Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. So. I think everybody on Bruins Twitter had that as their second line. Yeah.
1: Like you have to put them together. Like yeah. I selected these guys after like, I didn't realize you could just move people around. So like I, yeah. I, I restarted it and did it over, but yeah, I did the same thing. So to make sure to put those three guys together, I think that one's a
2: no brainer, right? Yeah. Like, absolutely. It, it's, like, it's been the best. It was the best line in hockey for like four years.
1: Yeah, and yeah, not
2: even just for the Bruins. Like we're talking hockey in general. It is,
1: like if you put them together, even this upcoming season, even though there's no Bergeron, it would still yeah. be one of the best lines in the NHL. Even it would have been last year too, but they obviously split it up. You don't, you don't want to be top heavy there. Obviously you've seen from previous seasons, but my third line, Milt Schmidt, Terry O'Reilly, and Phil Esposito, baby. That's
2: so funny. I got Milt Schmidt as well. Uh, yeah, but I went way. Adam Oates and Cam Neely.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that line, I, mean, I feel like would
2: be a bang in third line.
1: Yeah. That, yeah. It's, if I would do it different, I would switch Espo and Neely. Really? So. but Yeah. yeah. I'd, I, then I'd be happy with that. Cause I, I do like, and I would, I would like Adam Oates to play with someone like a little bit more skilled, but mm-hmm. you know, he's a Milch, playmaker. Schmitt,
2: man was a beauty yeah
1: oh, such an og dude oh yeah oh this is my i feel like my fourth line is just feel i and i feel like we're just gonna have the exact same people but my fourth line rick middleton Derek sanderson wayne cashman
2: wow ours are not the same so i used so you put we we actually have middleton i have so I had Middleton on top line. You have him fourth line. I have Terry O'Reilly on the fourth fourth line with David Krejci and Willie O'Ree.
1: See, I wanted to pick
2: both those guys, but I'm like... I'm Krejci, this to- is why... So I want to give a little... The defense is the most explanation part I want to give out of all this and maybe goaltending, but... Obviously, like the the ones, you, you, like there's the, the fucking top nine that we mentioned, like the Oates, Cam Neely, Schmidt, the Bert, like the perfection line, if you'll call it that, and then the six, Espos, Middleton, those are just locks. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yep. those ones are. And the fourth line was really and Krejci. Like I don't think you win the Cup without him in twenty eleven. That's where I'm stuck no, on you. that one.
1: You you uh, yeah, I get but that. Mentality. Sanderson,
2: I did have Sanderson over O'Reilly at first, and then I switched yep. it. Cause he was yeah. a beauty, Sanders. I know. Like, I he know. Was such a he's like the mustache and all.
1: Oh, the mustache, the flow, everything. Yeah. Just hanging out with. Um... He was
2: like the first superstar like hockey player, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause he what, what was the quarterback's name? Uh, fucking. Yeah. The the, Jets quarterback. The Jets uh, quarterback. Because he's. He, yeah, yeah. I'm drawing a blank it. on the dude's name right now, but he was a fucking living the rock star lifestyle with. Yeah. Him. Lots of cocaine. Lots yeah. of smoking. <laughs> Women <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Lots of sex, yeah. But good though, our, our lineup's not the exact same, and then same. Willie
2: O'Ree. I just felt like you know, like, black. I
1: wanted to pick him too, just because of like everything he's accomplished, yeah, yeah. But I'm like,
2: you know what, like, he's more for the game of hockey itself. I threw him in there because I was having a tough time finding that last guy, and I was like, you yeah. know what. I I was like, I I think it's proper just for what he's done for hockey on a whole, like the uh, programs and initiatives he has. And I'm just so proud that he was a Boston Bruin.
1: Yeah. And the only thing I would have to nitpick at that is the Bruins waited too long to retire. Way fucking too long. Way too long. And everyone can agree on that. But
0: Mm -hmm. all right.
1: The back end. But uh, I do like that our teams are different, though. Make obviously. This is, I feel like we're going to have the exact
2: same except for one for defense. Yeah,
1: the, the D was like kind of easy. Uh, if I'm the, looking at my decor right now, there's probably two guys I would flip flop. But other than that, I mean, I got my first pair in Bobby Orr and Dennis Seidenberg.
2: Really? I, I got Bork and Orr.
1: Bork and Orr. Okay. My second yeah. line is Bork and Chara.
2: I have Chara and McAvoy. Oh, I didn't pick McAvoy. Oh shit! Then we have two different then. Just cause, just cause it's
1: too early in McAvoy's like. Yeah, career. but I
2: just the, with the locking him up to this contract, unless he gets injured. I know. And, and he, and even if he got injury injured, injury. It, even if he got injured, it'd be the Neely treatment. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, he, yeah. he would have been the great. You know.
1: Yeah, uh, my my third parent is Dick Clapper and Eddie Shore. Dick, Clapper. <laughs> that's <laughs>
2: awesome. I actually went Seidenberg, and I went Don Sweeney. Just because of what Don Sweeney's done as a GM, I know we all shit on him, <laughs> but like, let's be serious. I He's know. been He's the most competitive good. GM in like the past, you know, what, 12 years
1: outside of his drafting, really. You can't like complain no. too much about this dude.
2: Three cup finals, a bunch of presidents' trophies. Okay, so and our, he was our, a
1: good D. Our back end is pretty different.
2: different. Wow. Yeah. I, I wanted so to go Dick Clapper, but I was like, I got to go with my boy Don's.
1: Donald. I uh I saw a few people picked on Sweeney, which you know I yeah. I don't hate either, but
2: it's more of like a emba- like not ambassador, sorry, uh, like it's like the Willie O'Ree thing. It's what he did yeah. on like yeah. a long time ruin but also like a great GM.
1: I get what you're saying there. And then my starting goaltender is going to be too Rask.
2: Ooh, I want Jerry cheevers uh, he's my backup. My backups are ask. <laughs> okay, <yes. laughs> yeah. Great Perfect. minds, baby. Great minds. Yeah. baby.
1: We don't have to argue. We're going fucking ninety-seven to zero with that team, right? Yeah. We're oh yeah. However, I think the only difference we
2: had were Willie Reese, Sanderson, and Sweeney Dick Clapper. Right.
0: Yeah. Oh no, you didn't pick Cashman.
2: McAvoy. Yeah.
1: yeah. Did you have
2: Cashman? No. 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 Okay. Yeah. I had
1: yeah. Cashman, Sanderson. Eddie Shore and Dick Clapper, right? Yeah. The yeah, I went. Like,
2: yeah. Did you? Yeah, because you took O'Reilly too. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay.
1: Yeah, O'Reilly centering my third line. All right, guys. So we're gonna put out a poll tomorrow with these pictures in there. You guys can have some fun with it. Chirp us whatever you want to do. Uh, vote on it. I'm Tell excited us to much, those how out.
2: much of idiots we are.
1: Yeah, I know. But I, I had it was fun. I Yeah, I that liked was good. They did that. Oh, excuse me. I, I like that they did that. Was something probably what a majority of Bruins fans needed. Oh, thank you for sending me that. Probably yeah, what a majority so of Bruins fans needed mm-hmm. when it came to the end of summer. And, you know, Hawk is right around the corner. Like, we need our fucking fix right now. There's no news or anything. So...
2: Yeah, it was some something silly to do, right? Like, and and that's what I was saying before that, like how the like I I stole this from Mel, but like them not leaking the jerseys because I listened to him say that and I instantly typed in Google Boston Bruins leaked jerseys because like I was curious and the only ones that popped up was that jersey that we don't really like the, the the alternate they wear now and then the Winter Classic leaked like a day before I think last year. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Other than
2: that, like it, it, that's what I was saying. Like this summer's kind of been like quiet, locked down. Like not the signings that happened, we knew were going to happen. We just didn't know how or how much money. And then free agency was free agency.
1: Yeah, that 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 was really it. I mean, you're kind of hoping for more, a little bit of news. But I mean, I guess the good thing is we got you. We got boots on the ground this weekend at the Prospect Challenge. Yeah. So that's exciting. I'm excited to uh, talk next week about it. with you on
2: here um yeah one thing i did want to talk about is dude beecher looks like a man same with lysell they like look like they are like men now
1: going back to i think it was stewart's question i could be wrong Mm. uh going back to Stu's question but he was the one who asked like most excited to see from providence at some point right oh yeah 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 okay so if if that was him um Beacher's Beecher's one of those guys for me i i'm yeah. truly excited to see what beacher can do at some point because i just i don't think he's going to be have a obviously hall of fame career but i think he's going to be a valuable asset to the bruins long term i just don't think it's here just yet but i i think he's going to be a valuable guy to the to the roster yeah like i man
2: i from what i'm reading from uh some couple of people that were reporting pr- at practice on um to start this prospect challenge. Apparently Beecher looks really good. He's worked on his shot a lot. He's stronger. Uh, Moushinelle was talking about how he's unbelievable in the face off. um, And he's really adapted. The second half of the season, he really adapted to the uh, men's side of the AHL. Like, cause these kids come out of college and like, like he was saying, like, you know, Beecher had this pedigree from this, like, unbelievable program and, you know, was, like, playing with unbelievable players. And, like, it kind of took him a little bit to figure out that, like, okay, there's men I'm playing against in the AHL. And that happens sometimes with these college kids, right? So <laughs> I'm excited to see – because, like, I don't know. I had him on my roster going into next season – or last season, sorry. Like, yeah. he had a great camp, I thought.
1: No, he. I I agree. I um, That's one guy, like, I'm really – I'm really looking forward to hearing about this upcoming weekend. Uh, like
2: from- if Le- if Lysel and Merkulov didn't make the team and were call-ups this year and Beecher did, I will, I'd actually be happy with that kind of in a way. I know I've been pushing the Lysel train for a while, but like y- y- you don't want to start Lysel on your th- fourth line and if he's not going to no. get good third-line minute. minutes, yeah, like – now that we've brought in Heinen, it kind of changes everything because like that Heinen Frederick geeky line is kind of intriguing to me if Heinen can pull it together.
1: Yeah, I I kind of have I'm back to having high hopes for Heinen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Touch the Heine. <laughs> um, yeah, be careful, then you'll catch a case. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I'm excited to see Heinen like just in preseason games to hear about what I'm going to try to get to some uh practices some uh some camps down at Warrior. I'm not sure what's possible for me. I kind of have to see what the schedule's like, but I'm hoping to get down there uh quite often this fall uh late summer, whatever you want to call it and see what a guy like Heinen really cuz like I almost forget about chase yeah. want to say his name like i don't i don't see him making the team no Dude, I, I like, last I like year, his mentality that he has so maybe he'll like play with a little bit of a fire under his ass but i just i don't really see that because i don't see him being the productive player that he once was i mean i providence think doesn't
2: have a lot of vets you he's know few,
1: yeah you lost wagner
2: mm-hmm. like i wouldn't be shocked if he's a journeyman for you. gets because like you put him through waivers he's, i don't think he's getting claimed
1: no definitely not uh, he could also potentially depending what he does with the Providence Bruins like not saying he's going to be a big trade fit piece trade but if piece someone leader.
2: needs a fourth liner going in yeah the someone playoffs, needs a
1: guy come, come trade deadline and we got this guy down in the minors I mean he's always right. played
2: up and down in the lineup his whole career great on the power play
1: I'm sure there's some team that he could be serviceable for I just don't think it's the Boston Bruins
2: yeah, like I, I think he's your Strawman of this year. Yeah,
1: yeah. except I kind of had high hopes for Straw because Strawman had a good camp. I know so Strawman had a good camp, and then it's like, all right, well, he has to be your guy. I think what
2: fucked him was the fucking waiting around for a month and a half to get the visa. Yeah, I know. It, like that. he looked so different after that when he played that game in Ottawa. It was like, what the fuck is this?
1: Yeah. Well, you you don't play for that however long. Yeah, and then you have to step in against Toronto. I mean, yeah, that's that's some fast paced hockey that you are stepping into. Yeah, so I, yeah. man, I am just excited about this bottom six. I am
2: so intrigued. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it,
1: no, it, I I am too. It's a new line. It's a new look. Yeah, you know? and like
2: I don't think anyone's gonna be right. I think it's gonna be something that no, like you know what I mean. Bottom six wise, no one's even like thinking. I, or maybe I one person.
1: I hope that's the case. You know?
2: Yeah, and, and this is the first time we're going into. Uh, camp being like, yo, like this, I'm watching this guy. Let's see what this guy can do. Like the past like three or four camps, it's been like where the roster has been set before we even drop the puck. Yeah.
1: Season. Yeah, no, exactly. So it's, um, there aren't many, but there definitely are some open spots. I mean, the, I, I'd say there's tough. two, it's- two
2: to three for like two for sure, but three, because like that yeah. bot beside Lou Cheech, and then so, like, beside Lucic on that line, the two guys, the spare, because I don't think it's Greers. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not sold on it just being Greers. And then that Wing on, on the third line.
1: Yeah. Patrick ba- Brown. Uh, yeah. With, like, I don't Laughlin,
2: I don't... Beecher, Lauco, yeah. like, all these guys. It's like I said last podcast, uh, Don Sweeney's collecting infinity stones of fucking if, bottom six players and just hoping Loco, something works out.
1: Yes, and if laku can work out and have like another great year and build off of what he did, excuse me last year, that's a huge benefit towards for the Boston Bruins because he's gonna be dirt cheap the following year. he's mm-hmm. only gonna get better, he's still gonna improve, and he's he's a guy who loves to play the game and he, he always brings that fire hes he brings that he's mentality. funny
2: bastard too, yeah, <laughs> do you see his commercial the other day so funny. Yeah, that was so that was they, they awesome. copied the Yager bubblegum. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: If only he had the uh mullet going or like a true like Yager mullet going, that would have been fucking awesome. But oh, I know. yeah, I mean a, a guy like Laukus, is you're gonna want and you're kind you're kind of praying that he works out and Dude, like everything him. goes well because I mean then that's $775,000 for the cap. Like that could be your third line winger next year in this year for fucking dick cheap.
2: And remember what I said to you, if he doesn't make the team this year, he goes down to Providence makes like 50 grand. You know what I mean? Like for him as a person, I want him to make it.
1: But that's even if he clears waivers too, which, Oh, he wouldn't. There's no way. Yeah. But yeah, I know you also like, that's a wild, like, that's that's such a big gap.
2: He bet I, I on under,
1: himself. Yeah. No, he and I mean, he showed it last year, though, that he has every reason to bet on himself, right? Mm-hmm. I was just kind of more surprised it was a two-year deal versus a one, but mm-hmm. I'm happy with it. Don't get me wrong. Same thing with, uh what's his fucking name? Trent Frederick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Geeky as well. Yeah. So those are between those three guys. Those are deals that you we could be looking. We could ha- be having this conversation at this exact moment next year, and we could be jerking off those fucking yeah, contracts uh, right now.
2: I think we said that like our our fucking uh, like uh, uh, approximately. If that's our third line next year, our third line would be making six million dollars together. All three that's of them. Wild. That that's is insane. Wild. That's a playoff team right there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's where you can start spending money. Fuck. Like, I had someone in my DMs like, if fucking Nylander makes it to free agency next year, do you give him eight, nine million for seven years? I know, right? Like, we're going to no. need a winger for the top six next summer. Yeah.
0: It's I don't know. It was just something.
2: On. Yeah. Like, it was just interesting. And plus, like, they, the person who asked me was asking because him and Pasta grew up together and played in the Swedish league together, and they're like buddies. Yeah. And, like, Nylander does not seem like a faithful guy. Like, you know, going in her division. Well, I can see I, he's going where the money goes.
1: The only reason he would want to stay in Toronto is just because of all, like, the paparazzi. like He's a superstar the there. Yeah, you're a superstar there. Like, you can show off your fashion. Shit like that. Yeah. So I'm sure he would love to go to a team if it's not going to be Toronto, like a team like the Rangers, but they're not going to have the uh, cap space for a guy like that no
2: yeah that was just like something somebody asked me and i was like holy shit i didn't even think about that
1: (laughs) i didn't yeah i didn't even think of that like that's that's spicy right there dude yeah because like
2: 30 what we have 30 million and you probably have to give sway five to six right And other than that what else you don't have anyone else to resign that like is pressing
1: yeah yeah i
2: yeah a lot of money next summer it's gonna be fucking that's i'm excited for this year to see how it goes and like whether, like, I think we're a playoff team. I think it's fucking crazy not to think we're not. But, like, you know, it, it's it's just going to be really fucking interesting. We'll see. Yeah. You got Pedersen who's saying he does. They gave Quinn Hugh the C in Vancouver, and Pedersen did not look happy. And now he's, like, saying the whole, like, well, I'll see how the season goes before I'll sign a contract. He might be an RFA looking to be traded. Like, there's going to be fucking players out there next summer.
1: <coughs> and it's next offseason is <laughs> – it's going to be wild, dude. Oh.
2: <laughs> it's, if it it's goes gonna, up $6 million, like everyone's saying, it's going to be fucking... I think the trade deadline this year is going to be insane.
1: The trade deadline, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the trade deadline... I mean, even... I feel like a lot of shit's going to go down even prior to the trade deadline. Like I'm talking like three, four weeks before the trade deadline. It's like trade month
2: yeah actually, dude. I saw the trade deadline this year it was like March eighth or something
1: yeah they it's
2: like a I, week later than it was this year,
1: yeah yeah I forget what it was i remember I remember seeing a tweet about that but I forget. yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's going to be really fucking, it's going to be a great season. Like the closer and closer we get, like, like you said, I'm going to the prospect challenge this weekend. And I think when I get home from that, it's going to be like, holy fucking shit. It's on baby.
1: Yeah, I really is because you get back from that. And then you get back from that Saturday, Sunday, whenever you get back and then the 24th, you're mm-hmm. going to have your first year, first uh, preseason game for the Boston Bruins a Sunday at five. So,
2: we'll so practices will probably start Monday when they get or no, they get back. There's a game Monday. So practices probably start like Tuesday or Wednesday when they get back. Probably the yeah. 20th, right? A week from now.
1: Yeah, actually, they haven't come out with that schedule yet, right?
2: No, they haven't. They normally do like this weekend. They'll probably post when the first practices and stuff are for yeah. preseason.
1: Okay. Well, something to yeah, it, it's some. It's got to be sometime. I Probably late next week, right?
2: That's mm-hmm. yeah. Because there's that. a there's a game on Monday for the prospect challenge.
1: Got to imagine, and then you go in, and then you do your fitness stuff and whatnot. So I'd probably yeah. be hitting the ice what Thursday, maybe.
2: Yeah, they'll keep the kids they want, send the other ones back. They don't.
1: Yeah, yeah. Send some kids back to school, juniors, all that shit. But yeah. we'll see. Something to keep your eye on. Yeah. So, it's gonna be interesting. I know. I can't fucking
2: wait. Oh, yeah. I, also, I really can't wait. Uh, people listening for the prospect challenge stuff. Davis will be tweeting about it. Um, I think he's going for the full thing. He'll be there. when today when this drops. The first games. Hold on. Let me pull it up. I meant to fucking keep this. Over. I didn't.
1: Yeah, I didn't even look at the schedule. So I'm they.
2: Curious. I from what I read, they will be live streaming it dude if the London Knights can live stream fucking preseason games they can live stream this prospect challenge like it, fuck
1: it's it's long overdue that they have to I know
2: you know so there's a pra- there's a practice today as we're speaking at 9 30. I didn't even see any coverage or anything of it. Um Friday September 15th as like you're listening to this um at 3 30 Bruins will be playing the Pittsburgh Penguins and then Saturday Boston plays Montreal at 3 30 that's the game I'm going to Sunday, no game, they're having a practice. And then Monday at 10 a.m. the Bruins play the Devils. So big weekend of fucking prospect hockey if you're into that thing. Uh like I said with Primetime Productions, me and Chris Davis will be talking about it. I saw um I forget his name. I think is another Chris from BNG. He'll be uh he's been tweeting some stuff out. So yeah, just keep your eyes peeled for um all the content that's going to be coming out. I get to meet this fucking animal, Chris Davis. I'm so pumped about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't say pumped is the right word. <laughs> <but> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Davy baby. You guys, you guys will have uh, you guys will have a lot of fun with that though. So. Oh yeah. I'm, so I'm excited. Really yeah, I'm excited for I've you. I've never,
2: I've never had credentials to anything. I'm kind of nervous about that. Oh shit. I've never done that before, so I'm gonna dress my best, be on my best behavior. Oh yeah, if you are in Buffalo and you're going to the Prospect Challenge there on Saturday, come say what's up to me. I'll uh, you've probably seen what I fucking look like. I look like an idiot, but um, I'm gonna be all (laughs) dressed up, nice, and uh, ready to go for this.
1: Fuck yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to. uh, Will you guys tweet out all the clips and everything here about who's looking good, who's not, who are the goaltenders? i have no idea i didn't
2: i'll check i'll look at the names but it was weird our boy reed dick didn't get the call i don't know if he's busy or if he's hurt or something but interesting um they're both invites william russo and samuel saint hilaire two french guys it's probably probably butchered both those names but yeah two invites Yeah, it's gonna Something. be really fucking interesting. I'm I'm excited for yeah. this Luke Toporoski kid because he was like popping off before he got that injury in Providence
1: last year. Yeah, that'll be a that will be a good name to look after. Obviously, you have Lysel, Markulov, um, Beecher. Mikulov, yeah, so, but yeah, for, make sure you follow Brett at Brett Howard underscore. Um, I'll be retweeting a bunch of this stuff. From the only Bruins podcast account. I'll be retweeting all your stuff. So if, if you don't follow Brett and you follow the podcast, you can check it out there. But make sure you follow Brett at Brett Howard underscore. Stay up to date with all that stuff. Obviously, Chris will be there, too. We'll be sure a, bu- a bunch of his stuff. And even so, you could go check out the primetime Twitter account, too, where a bunch of stuff will be shared there at primetime prods. P.R.O.D.S. at the end. But I think that just about wraps it up for this episode. Is there anything you want to add, talk about? Anything before we sign off?
2: No, it's just the prospect stuff. I just want to remind people about because, you know it's the we're in that we're in that transition now where prospects really matter to us. So it'll be nice to see what we got in the cupboard. I know people think we're horrible with prospects. I don't I don't necessarily believe it because prospects could pop at any time. You see it in every organization. So um, yeah, this was a good episode, a lot of great fucking questions, and I'm excited to just get it's I'm excited the dog days are over.
1: I, I'm excited because we <laughs> probably have like I mean next week might be our last week of questions. Depends, yeah. But probably next week could be our last week of questions. So uh, but everyone over the summer, we appreciate you guys getting those questions in, keeping us entertained mm-hmm. so we can try to entertain you guys the best that we can do. But it's been a lot of fun uh, everyone's been asking good questions throughout the summer. I think the biggest one was uh was Danny's question the finger sized shit
2: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah that one was intense when we had meat um
1: meat man and memes on would
2: you rather have what was it finger sized legs or leg size fingers or something like that yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah um so that was actually a close pull i think the one with forget which the one i picked which i forget is the one that won the vote yeah
2: i lost i picked the finger-sized legs i lost that one
1: finger-sized yeah yeah okay yes that's right yeah so um and uh so yeah i i will wrap it up. Sorry, I was trying to fire off the text in between, but that'll wrap it up for whatever actually I'm curious what number episode this is. I think last I think it was forty-nine. The Rich Pepper. I think so. Forty-nine, yeah, this will wrap it up for episode 49 of Only Bruins. Ladies and gentlemen, we love you guys. Thank you for staying with us all summer, all season. We're looking forward to this another season with you guys. Um if you haven't followed us yet on our Twitters, follow me at DowntownBoosty2, follow Brett at Brett Howard underscore, obviously the man, the myth, the tripod, at Bobby Brewski, and obviously the podcast itself, at Only Bruins Pod. Make sure you follow Primetime Productions as well on Twitter, because there's a lot of content coming out of there, at PrimetimeProds, P-R-O-D-S at the end. And it'll be all in the link description too for the show the show description too. But in case you guys don't read it, make sure you check that out. If you give everyone a follow. You could rate our show. Give us a good old fat five star. Maybe a nice comment too I'll uh, give you a handy dandy in between periods At a Bruins game this season Yeah. And take care of business baby But ladies and gentlemen we appreciate you guys It's been a hell of a summer with you guys And I'm very much looking forward to the start of this season I can fucking smell it baby Until next time ladies and gentlemen We love you all Stay cool Peace. Let's go Bruins, bitch. Cause I'm TNT I'm dynamite
3: D